brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show is proud to be part of the Scene Steelers Podcast Network and their international convention agency who have a top draw roster of bodacious 80s and 90s stars who are ready to attend your next Comic Con or any other kick-ass event. Do not be dangerously insane. Check them out now and you will not regret it. Bosh. Right, pod fans, on with the show. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stand by. You're live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello yet again and welcome to the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show. We are the world's most fearsome fighting team. We feel the magic and hear the roar. 
as we celebrate, venerate, and ejaculate the very best of times, aka the 1980s and the 1990s. It's a real wacky show where anything goes. Each week, we leap back and forward in time, striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping that the next leap will be the leap home. Joining me on this 50p shop calamity clusterfuck where Paul Young lays his hat is a stoic 1980s encyclopedia that just happens to be the inspiration for Roxette's third best song. He is the bastard love child of Arn Anderson and the ginger bloke from Mask. He's amazing. He's fantastic. Wherever there is trouble, he'll be there. Welcome to tonight's show, Dangerous Dave. Good evening, Gaz. We're back again for another retro field chat. Yes, another week of a retro field chat, as you say. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm- yeah. Oh, it is good. It is good to be back. I'm um I've put a lot of effort into this week and um I'm quite buzzed that yeah, every now and again I might start talking like I'm Sylvester Stallone and I might like, I'll be there talking like this, I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah as I stifle a yawn. Although I found out today during my research or half found out I didn't properly properly research it. I, I put a pin in it because I'll I'll go back to that. I never did. Right. Uh, you know cooking dinner sort of that uh but the reason why sylvester stallone has that very distinctive voice and that uh that snarl um that he has become uh part of his trademark um is that he had some as far as i'm concerned some undiagnosed uh health issue right uh, when he was a child which got him bullied so he decided to act he turned to acting and bodybuilding Okay. So, so yeah, so uh, tolerance towards disabilities is not always a good thing. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just need kids to be fucking twats. Otherwise, we'd <laughs> never have had Rocky. Exactly. There you go. So, uh, but yeah, <laughs> there, tremendous. There's a, yeah, there's a uh, there's something to take away from the show, even if you don't care about what else we're going to talk about. But um, <laughs> if I do occasionally go. Oh, and you know what? And the dude that I like the most is because I'm trying to stifle a yawn. So uh, please bear with me. How's you? How's your week been, though, dude? Yeah, it's not been too bad. I've had a few issues, bits and pieces here and there, but uh, having a week off, not working, has helped. It's uh, been nice to do a little bit of relaxing as well. So yeah, I can tell it's the first time. It's the first time I think um, we've done a show. And you haven't said, I'm tired, but I'm okay. (laughs) I could still say it if you wanted me to. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) No. Yeah, that'll be that'll be that'll be the show that um, fans come back to. You know, you know how when artists die and their work becomes really, really popular and expensive. I, uh, this is what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to die. We're, we're going to get to whatever age. We're going to die. And then someone's going to discover this podcast. And we're going to be we're going to be so much more loved when we're dead than we are alive. And and, and it's going to be that show. It's no, going to be that show. Whether I can't remember what episode we're on now. 32 of season three. Something. 33 this is. Oh, 33 of season three. So there you go. So, um, you know, that will, you know, 
that will become a um, that will become a, a thing within TIDRP culture. And you know, yeah. you'll have like fans of the show walking around with three 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 on their hands. <laughs> I yeah. had a big big tattoo. Awesome. That he's like, why have you got three 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 in your hands? That's the show where danger wasn't tired. Duh. <laughs> Ah, oh, tremendous stuff there, guys. I like it. <laughs> I, like it. I might even get it. I might even get it. Oh, why yeah. not? Yeah. Why not? It would be three colon three three. Three. Or, or yeah. is it three three colon three? Oh, could go. I've heard it both ways, so it could go <laughs> even way, I think. So. Oh. Well, shall we, shall we uh, crack on and tell the audience what we're talking about this week? Should I ask the question? Uh, you can ask the question again in a second because I just had a little okay. sip of a drink and it okay. went down the wrong way. Oh, dear. Well, your gas is choking. Oh, dear. Uh, maybe this won't be a classic show then. Okay. No. no. Right. No, no. Ask okay. away. Ask away. Okay. So what, what are we talking about this week, guys? Well, this week, my non-tired chum, we'll be talking about the movie-inspired toys from the 80s and the 90s. The origins of movie-inspired toys are unclear, but some suspect that it began in the mid-60s with recent cinematic releases receiving the board game treatment, such as James Bond board games of the of 1965, items such as superhero costumes and models of vehicles such as the 1968's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, trickled through occasionally and although tv themed toys would continue to be a hit it wasn't until the 70s that the movie inspired toy line would begin to appear more frequently and only in 1977 when star wars released that movie themed toys really began to pick up steam due to the continued success of the franchise the popularity of accompanying toys rocketed onwards until the next decade Toy makers everywhere caught on quickly, and the movie inspired toy ceased to be an imaginative bonus concept and became a much required staple of the film and toy industries. Right, for the rest of the show, I will not be saying movie inspired toys. From no. here on in, it'll be known as MIT. And if you don't like it, tough shit, because that was <laughs> that was that was a lot harder to do when you can't cut it and paste it off of Wikipedia, and for some reason your teeth <laughs> won't stay in your mouth. Cross well, your Riley. It's a great job. It's a great job. We're, we're talking about MITs this this week. So yes, Good. the fantabulous MIT. Right. Okay. So where <laughs> yes. do we? Okay. Do we want to go chronologically? Or do okay, so we we have some sort of flow and structure to the show, yeah. or, or or do we do we decide to go with a haphazard scattergun fifty p shot calamity clusterfuck approach, which is wow. which is you know which is what we're known for. Well, I mean, had this been a year ago, I would have suggested we go for the haphazard. Hap, oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> approach for it. Maybe, maybe we try the uh, professional approach this time. Ooh, ooh, Go right chronological. chronological. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. Let's let's see. Because I I I know um, I had a quick word with James before the show, and I was like, dude, I think I've put in about, I think I've put in about uh, forty eight hours solidly <laughs> of of research into this. I, this is the most I've ever done ever. Um, wow. 
Uh, and it's still probably be terrible compared to other shows, but I've, I've, I think I've got a lot to say. So, uh, you know, buckle up. Buckle okay. up, boys and girls, because, uh, the, you know, this is going to be a hell of a show. But I'm um, going to start with 1981. Oh. And I'm going to start with a bit of a controversial one because it's probably one that no one really remembers. And sadly, there's a really good reason for that. But I'm going to start with Indiana Jones. Right. Okay. Now... You know, it's obviously we've got Raiders, we've got Temple of Doom, and we've we've got The Last Crusade, and these are favourite films of mine. I, I, uh, I, I, I'm hugely biased, and you know, you could tell me, you, you could say anything about these films, and you know, I'll, I'll shoot you and tie you up and and dump you in a lake. Um, I love <laughs> I love these films. Um, they're, they're absolutely incredible, and I, I feel like we could we could do a whole episode on this line alone. Um, but th- this is one of the greatest action franchises of all time, and yet the toys were substandard and 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 limited even in right. variety and availability, which is which is crazy. Um, this is doubly amazing considering that the 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 the, the usually excellent Kenner were involved in the first generation of the indie toys. Um, and I, I could waffle on about this forever, uh, about how I'm livid about one of <laughs> cinema's greatest heroes being mistreated this way. But yeah. I, I don't want to get it off on a, on a an overly negative, um, an overly negative vibe. What I want to say is, I think you should go for for a deep quality deep dive and a decent insight into what the fuck went horrifically wrong. Uh, bounce on over to a site called The Bearded Trio. Right. Okay. Now, uh, this is a site uh, dedicated to Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and John Williams. Right. Okay. So, yeah, the, the, I mean, it's, I, I only just found this website today and I wish I'd found it, you know, years ago. Um, it's because those three really have done some incredible things. Um, so yeah, yeah, and 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 on there, there's something about the Indiana Jones toys, and on there you will find a video, a YouTube, a link to a a, a YouTube video by someone called, uh, or uh, yeah, a couple of people called Retro Blasting. Now, right. I'm going to be honest, I watched it, and I only got eighty percent of the way through the video because I lost my fucking shit. And uh, and I had to go and what not 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 at the people um, presenting, but because what they were saying was so frustrating that I had yeah. to go and watch something less depressing like Schindler's List or Jacob's Ladder or something. You know, so, really? yeah, yeah, something upbeat like that. I was so <laughs> I was so angry at, at how Indiana Jones is being mistreated, like the the computer games. No matter mm-hmm. what system they've been on, whether it's uh, a games console or a PC, have been infinitely better, a thousand yeah. times better than anything that's been released. Um, so yeah, go give it a watch. Anyone that's listening, go. I I I don't want to. I, I could get really really fucking nerdy, but I'm guessing <laughs> that Danger's never heard about Indiana Jones toys, and he and I could have a back and forth over ten minutes of him going well. I've never seen those, and I understand that you're angry. Okay, and then he'll just be waiting for me to shut the fuck up. But so, um, 
which is pretty well, much I mean, how I, it's going to go, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, I haven't, I, I did know there were toys of Indiana Jones, but obviously it was, they came out a year before I was born, so it wouldn't have been something I was that interested in. And if you say they, they were quite rare, um, I would imagine they were quite limited to actually get in the UK, so. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I imagine uh, probably nigh on impossible. If they, if they were rare in the US, I imagine I imagine you, you couldn't get them at all over here. I haven't seen them at car boot sales or toy markets or retro fairs or anything. So uh, I can't I, I can't imagine that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's an incredibly interesting video. It's, it's kind of depressing. The uh, the intro to the video is incredibly nerdy and irritating until you realize that they're doing it on purpose um <laughs> they're, 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 they're they're really good re don't let the intro put you off actually the description of what is going on is incredibly insightful and intelligent and it's a really good watch so yeah so that's uh retro blasting on youtube and about indiana jones toys really fascinating it's not often that we say go and watch something else unless it's um uh namely 90s but really really good but it, it, it's it's a masterclass in badly run shitter dumbassery from <laughs> kenner and hasbro essentially and you think kenner and hasbro uh could you might have been able to collectively with all the combined experience been able to not fuck up but yeah. um no they couldn't <laughs> And I oh, think yeah. um, they, they did about a, as good a job as Danger and I would have done creating <laughs> Indiana Jones toys. It's 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 not cool, man. But um, so let, let's go. On, let's let's go on to something a little bit more um, upbeat. So we, we get, we're going to go the, the next year on. We're going to go E.T. And I'm, talk, yeah. I'm talking about gigantic films. You know, I, we started with Indiana Jones. But, you know, E.T. Yep. It's, it's also magnificent and you know gigantic um yes i don't know if you've done any research or you know anything about this but i, I couldn't really find a huge amount going on here dude like uh, plush toys like lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of, of cuddly plush toys everywhere yeah. yeah um solid like you know un unmoving statuettes and um yeah. the, the, the 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 talking ets they look quite good um there was ne i've never seen one I, I don't know if you've ever seen one in 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 the flesh so to speak not, not in the flesh no that's a shame ljn who made that oh really oh lovely well there you go so anyone who, who used to work for lgn or someone who's got um grandparents or parents that you used to work for lgn if anyone's listening in please 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 you know get in touch with the show that's you know that's t-i-d-r-p <laughs> inbox that's all one word t-i-d-r-p as in the name of the show tango yes. india uh, delta romeo papa forgot then inbox at gmail.com we really want to hear about this because actually danger and i are incredibly enthusiastic about this but i think we're um if we were sat in each other's uh front rooms and you know going around to someone else's house we'd be fervently shouting yeah we're trying to keep it cool uh yeah. but yeah that would be amazing yeah especially some footage on the yeah. old uh twitter machine on the old twitter oh, machine yeah. of uh, of a talking et that'd be beautiful Absolutely. um 
An ET speaking phone. Now, did you did you ever see anything like this? I think I remember seeing like a, an old advert on YouTube like years ago about it. Oh, right. Think, okay. Yeah, I think it was one of those weird because it was shaped as ET, wasn't it? So. Yeah, yeah, and I think you you press because again, it's, I I I I've never seen it. I haven't seen the advert. I did look for for it quickly, but I had so much to do. But um, what I imagined is that you, you pick the phone up and you, you, you push the buttons and you get some sort of response going, you know, like, ouch, or something <laughs> along those lines. Um, uh, and, you know, much in the way that, you know, teenage girls were targeted for those, like, boyfriend phones. Do you remember those? Yes. yes yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, press 0800, you know, double three, double two, double one. Hey. You're so beautiful. Can I come round and say hello? It's like, <laughs> it's like so you know, it, it both both items are kind of fucking stupid because I imagine they have a a very limited uh, a very limited attraction time. Like you, you've done all the combinations and you're like, okay, yep, done with that, and yeah. it sits in the corner gathering dust, which is kind of sad. But um, um, something that did make me laugh though, and I, I'm I don't. I'm hoping someone knows what I'm talking about here. It's the uh, it's the wearable, glowing ET finger. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> so it's a long finger. You pop it on the end of your finger, and the end of it glows bright red, so you can get ouch and all the rest of it. But it actually looks as though uh, I saw one. I saw a picture of one. I should say I saw a yeah. picture of one in the packet. And it, it honestly, it looks as though it'd be right at home in Ann Summers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the wow. ET finger is yes. like all. All of a sudden, there is going to be yeah, there's going to be a uh, a campaign by Ann Summers online, uh, advertising and the this new. This was released in the eighties. Oh yes, yeah, they'll wow. be they'll be releasing the new ET finger. And uh, yeah, it, 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 you know, it, just as it's about to run out of battery, it says "Be good" or something. Like that. <laughs> it's oh terrible. I, I can't believe. I Finger can't on. believe. I think I've just seen. Yeah, I think I've just seen a picture of it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Nickabocca, but made by Nickabocker. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine anyone. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I can't imagine anyone bloody trying to sell it today. Um, I think social media would would kill that before it even got out of the um, out of the gate <laughs> today. <laughs> True, it be... but it would be interesting to see if someone did try and sell one. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same that many um i don't think there's that many young people that are really interested in et anymore no that's true so <laughs> so, true. so yeah so i think it'd not. be very much very much push at a um <clears throat> excuse me a, a, an older audience yeah a, an older audience that likes to take a trip to hand summers every now and again but uh, <laughs> yeah uh 84 84 okay uh oh, gremlins I, yeah, I remember the Gremlin toys. I mean, I was too young to own them, but I remember them being made. 
Right. Now, yeah, I, I remember in the, the first house that I lived in, uh, we were, well, not we, well, but my mum and dad, uh, young parents, being friends with a couple, two doors down. And um, I want to say his name was like Kevin or something like that. And he yeah. had a, I don't know, I don't know. It, it, in, in my mind, it was gigantic. It was huge. It's probably... 40 centimeters 50 centimeters something like that and it was a fully posable um stripe gremlin yeah. you know with the with the white mohawk and um and that was on the it wasn't it wasn't a uh a, like a plush toy it was a you know it was a hard plastic yeah posable toy and i, I just thought that i i would sit there i remember sitting there for hours at a time staring at that thing just thinking that is the coolest thing I have ever seen. I must have been about five years old, four years old, something yeah. like that. And just there going like, that is amazing. <laughs> I love that thing. I absolutely goddamn loved it. It was, it, you know, sometimes I would just say, oh, you know, you haven't gone and seen Kevin and what's her face in a little while. And my mum would be like, yeah, we haven't, have we? Just so I could uh, go around, I could stare at it. It's like, that is amazing. I loved it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I wasn't as clever. I wasn't as clever as uh, as I thought because um, uh, a year or two later, I got Gremlins on tape. Yeah, on VHS. So clearly, you actually, you actually saw it for the yes, first time. That's <laughs> it. Um, I knew it. I knew it was from a film, but um, I thought it was something that um, I would never get to. I would never get to see. I thought it'd be like too grown up for me or something. But the, yeah. yeah, that that's my first that's my first um, that's my first look at, at Gremlins toys, um, but obviously then after that, what I didn't realise I'm sure you've seen them is the um, is the is the plush toy Gizmo. Yeah, I remember seeing those as well. God, they were everywhere. If they weren't in the insides of car windows, they're on people's beds. And then you got like the plastic ones because they're in a, um, a a pink sports car. Yeah, as in you know one of the last scenes of the film. Yes. Um, you know, little you know, solid plastic. So you know, so not non-posable ones. You know, something that you'd pop on your, you know, on your your desk at work or something. There, there wasn't too many. Um, from what I remember, from from my research. Tell you what was interesting. I don't know if you've again if you've ever seen it or if anyone out there has ever seen it. You would get. Um, uh, I had a, a slight memory of this, and then I did some research, and I found out that you get the the collection of recognisable kind of like classic gremlins, uh, right, yeah. uh, like you know figurines. So you get the you'd get uh, what I call popcorn bag ears gremlin. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's the one in the cinema. He's got popcorn popcorn bags on his ears. He's there like laughing. And yeah. it's like that, yeah. You see, he he's a, a solid uh, character, but with movable arms and oh god, I don't know, like the Batwing, uh, yeah. the Batwing Gremlin from from the second one. Um, you know, you, so you have like you know the the classic Gremlins, if you like. You could get them yes. in a collection. I'd never seen that before. I can't I can't have thinking that I missed the trick there. If I if I'd known about that, I would have asked for those at about four or five years old for oh, my okay. birthday or for Christmas or something. You, have you ever seen that? I don't remember seeing them, to be honest. Um, 
trying to think back to because when we when Gremlins was out, we were living in Maidstone, so I think Gamleys was the big toy store at the time. Right. Okay. Um, so it was, it was possible that they may have had them in Gamleys, but I can't quite remember. Um, I've got a vague memory of maybe seeing one or two of them, but not like all together, like you not like you mentioned. Yeah. So no, we didn't have a Gamleys in Southampton. Um, no. I can't. Qu- we did have a Toys R Us. So I, yeah. but I, I, and I know you've told me about Gamleys before. How were what? How was Gamleys compared to Toys R Us? Like, um, I mean, like Toys R Us was phenomenal in its choice, yes. but at the same time, there wasn't really kooky out there toys, was there? It, it, it was no. very much mainstream stuff. It was just a lot of mainstream stuff. Yeah, yes. yeah. It, it, they really pushed the boundaries of what you could put in in one industrial unit what was gamblers like i mean it, it was a yeah you know, do you think you could find slightly out there things is it is, is that gamblers you could yeah i think gamblers they had like i mean they were well, they were a pretty big branch back in they were a pretty big store back in the 80s maybe the early 90s i think toys r us sort of overtook them um through the years but i, I mean from what I can remember, the store was pretty big in Maidstone, and it was a pretty decent. Uh, it held, you know, some popular toys, but also had like a lot of different types of kooky stores as well, um, uh, toys right. as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I thought it was back as a kid. I mean, everything's big when you're a kid, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, I thought the I thought the store was pretty good for holding different various bits and pieces i mean again it was where where we where we were where we got like manta force which was like a big oh, with, manta force. Yeah. yeah yes which weren't you know they weren't like a massive a well-known toy collection manta force but it was still pretty decent but so, it was it and we've spoken about this before you've said you've you, you know you and i when we first started talking to one another um yeah. we we've expressed our love for like uh robo force and manta force and everything and i think it was um it was obviously the it was obviously very much the cheaper toys on the market you know for for parents who wanted to buy their kids something but they couldn't afford he-man or transformers or whatever but it was so popular yeah. that i think it ended up because again, I guess a lot of uh, parents didn't always have the money. Grandparents or uncles and aunties might buy you the you know the popular toys, but mum and dad, if they wanted to get you a lot of stuff to, to spoil you on your birthday in the eighties, they would go, okay, well we we can't get him GI Joe, but well we're going to get him a hovercraft and twenty character twenty figurines of you know uh, the core. Yes. You know, uh, so something like that. It was like that with Manta Force, wasn't it? So, um, not moving inspired, but getting off subject. But, you know, it was, yeah. it was really cool. And, and so in that way, it was a lot like Toys R Us. It, so, yeah, so it's, it's sad that I never went to something like that. But that's cool. Okay, so, yeah, so you could have ended up, if you'd stayed there, you could have ended up with a slightly more, uh, I don't know, uh, a slightly less mainstream. We're only going to push these products, kind of place. You could have ended up something like that. But that's, it's, it's interesting because it, there's teasers for this online. 
yes. all this gremlin stuff. But I, I, I struggle to find any leads. I really have. And it's a shame. So I, I, I encourage our listeners to go out and try and find uh, YouTube videos and, and you know, and, uh, you know, Google imaging, all kinds of bits and bobs for all these toys. And, it, and, and you know, and if you ever had any of these things, tell Dange and I, you know, Dange kind of looks after Twitter. I look after the email. Um, you know, just just let us know. Uh, you know, you said, oh, you, you guys missed out. You don't know, you you don't have a clue if you didn't have this. Let us know. We're we're interested. Um, eighty five, yeah, eighty five, Commando. Yes, I remember these as well. Yeah. Right now, I don't. Okay, I I haven't known about this <laughs> until this morning. <laughs> You know, I didn't. I didn't watch the film until the early '90s, probably about '93. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I was probably thinking, uh, yeah, I'm too old. But you de- right, okay, ten years old. You probably are too old for toys, but you're yeah. definitely too old for toys when you've just watched Arnie rack up a kill count of about three thousand. <laughs> um, but I can imagine me loving me one of these bad boys. Now, I couldn't find any of the other bloody characters, which is weird. Um, yeah. But what I did find was face paint Arnie, military hardware, and a tiny comic um, in, the, in, the, in the classic uh, card, flat card, cardboard back and the vacuum. You know, and it's not quite vacuum packed, but you know, they're the, the molded plastic yeah. over the top. Um, yeah. Jizz, yes, please. Um, actually bears a resemblance to the Lord of the Cheesy One Liner as well. It does. Um, unfortunately, though, I will say this um, it wasn't a massive cultural phenomenon that films no. like Star Wars and to a lesser extent Rambo were. So it disappears into like toy obscurity. Yes. Um, and even worse than that, because of the relatively modern trend of talented amateurs creating their own toys at home. Have you seen this? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, when I was on uh, uh, Instascam for a while, I, I realised this is a the thing. There, there's talented amateurs creating their own toys at home, like taking apart old toys, putting new ones together, creating their own moulds. Yes. Uh, yeah, it so becomes with the wrestling figures. Right, there we go. It cre- it becomes very difficult to research the original line, which is a shame. But, like, where where do you stand with the original um, uh, Commando toys? Is this something that you know about, or is this something that you just happen to research? I mean, the if you're looking at the Commando toys in terms of, like, the Arnie toy is probably the best one they did. Right. Or more, like, lifelike. But, like, he's got, like, a bunch of other pals that he can also you could also buy but you i don't know if they they almost have like gone and gone found like other toys and gone let's just stick a different head on and paint him differently and they'll be like one of arnie's buddies and then we'll put like a hockey mask on one of the other guys make him look like like jason Voorhees and make him you know i say it was if you can see why they didn't they didn't stand up in the test of time. I mean, like I say, the Arnie one is pretty cool. Um, oh, totally, but, yeah. But the rest of them are pretty just, you know, 
they've just fitted anyone's head onto someone's body and gone, yeah, let's just give him a weird name and try and sell that. He probably wasn't even a character in the movie, but they're just yeah, like, oh, yeah, I, let's just go. That happened a lot, didn't that? That's a, that's a real shame. Is it? Did they do Bennett? Oh, God. Um, because I, what I have, whilst you look for that, uh, what I've seen is, uh, you know, at the end, he says, oh, yeah, John, I lied. I know I said I was going to shoot you in the head, but I'm going to shoot you in the balls or something like that. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah. Arnie just gets a pipe and throws it at him and, you know, impels him, you know, onto the wall. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden it, it, it pierces the uh, steam pipes behind him. And this, you know, it starts coming through this pipe coming out of his stomach, which, which is ridiculous. But yeah. it's an Arnie film, so you go with it. And uh, and Arnie goes, oh, Bennett, let off some steam. And you're like, oh, that's fucking terrible. At the very least, it should be like pink steam because you, you've just impaled a man, you fucking mentalist. Um, yeah. So Bennett is it, it, Bennett. That's crazy because I'm seeing the. I, I've um, I made a quick note about these toys. Basically, there's a, there's the there's this um, enthusiast, this amateur who's making. <laughs> he's making famous death toys right so anyone that's died famously in a film yeah uh he's recreated so he's got a toy that kind of looks like it and for this bennett character he's obviously got some sort of like um hot like solder gun or something melted a pipe mel- melted a hole sorry into his stomach yeah. and he got this plastic pipe and put it in there and he's got some cotton wool coming out the top of it Oh, God. It's got its crackers, but they, yeah, they're yeah. You should, if you, if you're interested at all for a bit of a giggle, I think this I can't remember exactly what it's called. But it's like famous death toys. Right. It's very interesting. It's very well done. Like you know, I, I you know, I, I moan about these enthusiasts doing this because it makes it harder for me to to you know to investigate. But they are tremendous to look at. They're very very well done. I do tip my hat. Um. But it's sad that you didn't have Bennett as uh, no, as a bad guy. Because yeah, what just, it was... basically looks like they've just gone and made some names up and just chucked them in as like more bad guys. Well, there you go. This this is the trouble with a uh, with doing a movie inspired films. You do need the hero to be able to beat someone up. So if I suppose if you make up three baddies, yeah, you can do that. But then all you really need is some goons. You know, yeah, someone in a you know military uniform, two or three of those, and then you oh, just stand there with They've your arm well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, like you know, moving him around, shooting everyone, because that's all Commando is. It's... Yes. But, yeah. Is. Oh, the, the, I think the, another amateur has also like uh, created one where he's picking up the giant log. He's like he's chopped a tree down. And he's just walking along with it on his shoulder. That's like another oh, okay. toy that is. Is <laughs> nice. that kind of is? <laughs> <laughs> it is such a terrible toy line, but we have to bring it up because oh, it, it was back in the day. But um, one that's not quite as bad is uh, Karate Kid. Oh, Karate Kid. Now, I actually had uh, the Red Jacket Daniel with oh. chopping motion uh, and okay. a breakable ice block. So it's, it's just like see-through plastic with a huge crack down the middle, and then when you do, then when you do like the chopping motion with the action figure, like I think you can, there's like a, uh, I don't know if you pull his arm up and let it go, or if there's a switch in his back, 
they chop right. the block in half. You're like, ah, you stand your son. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I was hugely into um, the Karate Kid as a kid. Um, and uh, I remember like trying to do push-ups and sit-ups and everything and taking it really seriously. It's like I remembered I wanted to be just like this toy that I had. You know, I want to, you know, I, I, I was like the idea of being able to do karate seemed amazing. Yeah. And then my dad uh, decided to piss on my chips by oh, saying, because this is what he did. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying, he probably, he was probably trying to see how much I was, um, how dedicated I was, but you can't piss on a five-year-old's chips and expect them to just go, fuck you, I'm going to carry on doing this. These are the, you, you know, you can't have, um, you can't have bacon sandwiches if you want to be a karate kid because mm-hmm. uh, bacon sandwiches make you fat. So you won't be able to be, you, you won't be very good at karate if you do that. So I immediately right. gave up because I found that bacon sandwiches were much better than doing karate. <laughs> As they are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> much, <laughs> much tastier. And uh, yeah, fuck you, Dad. That's a lie. You can do karate and have bacon sandwiches. I think he's just getting fed up with me wearing pajamas and doing karate kick in the air or something, probably. But um, yeah, it was very, very cool. I really enjoyed it. It was, um, although the tagline, I remember, I've, I've looked. I've looked at the um, I've looked at the, the you know the packaged characters yeah. online, and the tagline is the ultimate action figure, which I think oh. is a li- it was a little bit misleading because he was very basic. back and forward. Yeah, he's very basic. <laughs> he's very back and forward. No, he wasn't articulated really. Uh, but having said that, it's probably they probably did that because the fourth best action figure of 1986. Is probably <laughs> not quite as catchy, I should imagine. No. Um, what, were the, what, were the, what were the other three? <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. Anything. Anything would have been better than those things. <laughs> they were so, they were so awkward. Although, having said that, um, the, 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 yeah, the faces were, uh, were quite good. Okay. Um, they weren't solid plastic. They were squishy ones. Oh, and there's okay. a couple of these there's a couple of these ones where you'd find that the hard plastic ones weren't a very good likeness but the hollow squishy ones did tend to be a little bit more lifelike so i didn't yeah. mind that and and um i you know i was saying daniel larusso can't remember his name rough macchio it did actually look like a young rough macchio so it was, it was very good uh, and um they had quite a few yeah, I think the you know I, I remember the one I had. Did you ever have? Did you ever have I didn't karate? Have the, no, I didn't. didn't oh, I that oh, well, I, I feel bad for you, man, because they were like they're quite nifty. They all all these different toys always came with. Um, I mean, I'll get some now. To be honest, I'm looking at some pictures of some them of from '86. The... They look like they come with their own little action figures, chopping blocks, stuff like that. Right. Now, that's relevant to the characters, isn't it? Yeah. Now, what you'd have it, with other characters, so let's just say the A-team, Just I know we're going on TV, but it'd be yeah. like, uh, you know, uh, oh, I don't know. It'd be something absolutely balmy, like um, wings, you know, or a helicopter yes. pack or something. It's like, hang on, yeah. why, why, is Hannibal, why has Hannibal got a jet pack? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it wasn't yes. relevant. 
Yeah. Um, and and it's because they're trying to get rid of a load of shit that they've got in their factory, and they're just trying to yeah. trying to palm it off on dumb kids. And that's that's the great thing about Karate Kid is that they didn't try and palm shit off onto dumb kids because the dumb kids just wanted it and would buy it anyway, and they would just appreciate it more if Daniel Larusso didn't have like a whip. Yes. You know what I mean? It's it's good. But he had quite he had a couple of characters. Um it wasn't quite Star Wars level where there's like about sixty. Um yes. at, or you know, at all. <laughs> uh okay. a tenth of that. <laughs> there's two Daniel ones. There's a red jacket, a white jacket, there's Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. There's Johnny. Yeah. Um none of the other None of the other uh, Cobra Kai kids, funnily enough. There's Johnny. Yeah. Uh, there's Case. Yeah. Is that his name? John Case? I think John Crease. Crease, not Case. Sorry. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to write. I wrote that down on my phone. Crease. And it's come out Case. I was like, yeah, yeah, that would do. Sure, no problem. Uh, and then... <laughs> and who's the chap he was having a fight with in, in uh, number two? Was it... Uh, sh- sh- Shozen? Shozen? Chosen. Chosen, yeah. Chosen. He um he he's there as well. So there's six of them. It's it's not classic, but it's not bad at all. Yeah, I'm looking at some of them now and they look pretty decent. I mean, they've got like secret skulls of the secrets of Miyagi scroll. Oh, uh, I did love one. that. Yeah. When you get the little the little comic or the little um the little explanation about what the character's all about and a bit of paper inside yeah. the plastic. Yeah, that yeah. was good, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, they look that they look pretty well made, to be honest. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not sure oh, who yeah. the... I'm not, not sure I know who Remco are who made them, but they look pretty decent. So, yeah. I mean, I had I seen had I seen Karate Kid back then, I mean, I, I don't think I watched Karate Kid of like 89, maybe 90. So I didn't really... I wasn't really into it at that time, but had they been out at that time, when I'm like, yes, I want these. They look amazing. <laughs> no, <it laughs> really were. those out by three years. Ah, that's a shame, because they're solid as well, like hard, hard plastic. Mm. Um, really good. I suppose you have to, if you've got karate chopping arms and you've yes. got kids like pushing, you know, breaking walls and blocks and wood and all, you know, all this kind of stuff, I suppose they do have to be uh, uh, quite durable. Yeah, I suppose yeah. that's probably why they had the squishy head as well, because if you're going to have fights at some yes. point, someone's going to go punch, and then you're going to knock off Daniel LaRusso's head. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, that'd be a terrible thing. So I suppose that's why you had a squishy head, so you could just like, <laughs> just go pop it back on again. Um, oh <laughs> but yeah, not, not bad. Right. But I want to explain something. Um, there's no Ghostbusters in here. No. There isn't, because uh, they were they were inspired by the cartoon rather than the film. Exactly. And the same as uh, He-Man. Yeah. Uh, because He-Man was a cartoon inspired by toys, toys inspired by a cartoon. You know, uh, it's... it's um, Yeah, we can't really do that. However, we do have 1987's Masters oh. of the Universe toys. Oh, now I must have missed them because I can't remember ever seeing Masters of the Universe toys. Oh, wee! Lucky, lucky you, because these toys are shit. <laughs> um, 
To be my, fair, I would have been, oh, after after watching the movie, I would have probably been a bit disappointed in the movie itself, other yeah. than maybe the the the, uh, the impression Dolph Lundgren gave me for actually playing He Man because I thought he, he he could have played like the cartoon He Man as well, but they went a completely different uh, way with the actual film itself. So I was probably just like, I'm never going to even look to see if there's any toys in this film because I'm that disappointed in it. Oh, dude, yeah, you're so something. lucky. I'm seeing him now, and I'm like, oh, God, Gwildor. Yeah. yeah. Now, my, my memory from childhood was that these were woefully underwhelming. Yeah. And, uh, and and pod fans, I am happy to report that I had it spot on. Um, <laughs> what a colossal fuck-up for the ages yeah. these were. Who in the blue hell was in charge of making toys for the film adaption of possibly the greatest ever 80s toy line. You have yeah. a fucking blueprint ready to use, you thumb-sucking, dull-witted, fart-sucking ball bag. Instead, <laughs> kids were treated to a line of toys that looked as though they'd been created at the last minute by someone that had never heard of He-Man or for that yeah. matter, even Dolph Lundgren. Okay? <laughs> they look cheaper than Little Mix after a few tequilas. They're miscolored. Nothing at all like their film counterparts. And like a total afterthought. Now, I'm no Google detective, right? Okay? I, in, yeah. in fact, I can barely find my way around my own flat. Okay? <laughs> so the reason for this, the reason why they're so shit escapes me. I can't find out. And as far as I can tell, they were made by Mattel. Yeah. Right? Which is the same as the cartoon toys, if I've got that right. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. They were, okay. The cartoon toys were epic. Yeah. So what the fuck happened? Why do they look so awful? And where is the rest of the cast? Because, I mean, I'm talking, you've got the Sorceress, Man at Arms, Teela, Evil Lynn, Kevin and Julie, Lubick even. All yeah. that. No one. They're all gone. Um, you've got He-Man. You've got um, Skeletor. You've got uh, Blade, Beastman. Oh, God. Karg and Sarad. Yeah. And it's like, that's not enough. That's like, what no. the fuck is that all about? Where's the Castle Grayskull? And the interactive yeah. key... Because like yeah, if, if you did it nowadays, and there's a great big like portal, which is yeah. a huge part of the film, you'd have an interactive portal set. You know, you say like this big bit of like blue plastic that spins round, and you walk your characters through it or something. Yeah. Where, where, where where's that? Where's the full size cosmic key that you can play music ah. on? Where's <laughs> the sword of power? Where's the costumes? Where's a fucking board game? Okay. <laughs> and for the love of God. If there aren't any vehicles in your film, don't make one up and shoehorn it in, you <laughs> cheeky fucks. But if there are vehicles, then abuse that shit because you've got a converted pink Cadillac, you've got Skeletor's airship, Centurions on their hoverboard, Lubick's car, and flap my fucking nutsack. 
You could have had the fucking plane that Julie's parents died on if you wanted to. But they didn't do any of that shit because they were too busy wanking off the Top Gun and Crocodile Dundee and Platoon to be doing their jobs and making toys for all the kids that rely on them. Oh. I just... You're not I, impressed. No! Have you seen Skeletor's face? Like, Frank Langella's face was... It was a work of art in the film. You look at the you look at the toy, and he looks like he's it looks like he's been sat on. Oh god! It's like oh, oh. don't worry, hey, skeletons are still wet. The mold is still wet. Don't sit on them. Someone's gone. Wah. Oh wow! <laughs> it looks oh, fucking dear. awful. Oh dear! Fucking awful. All of them do. Karg, his hair doesn't even sit properly on his head like he's wearing a bad toupee. All of it is so shit. And I, I just don't understand. It's like Mattel was just like, oh, oh, they're taking, you know, they're not giving us, they're not giving us the option. You know, we can't use Ram Man. Oh, in that case, I don't want to fucking do it then. Fuck off. And they left <laughs> it until the last minute. It's like, they, I just, I just don't get it. I don't understand if anyone out there can tell me why the fuck Masters of the Universe toys are so shit. Please let us know. I'm dying to know because let's go back to Grildor. You brought up Grildor. Now, yeah. I'm pretty sure we don't see his feet. No. But I think the idea is that he doesn't wear massive brown clown shoes like the toy. Uh, his beard is all over the place. His hair looks nothing like how it should do. He is clearly from another toy line. Yes. He is an afterthought. It's, oh, look at that. How's all that? We need a grill door. Eh, that'll do. <laughs> the kids won't be able to fucking tell. Fuck you, Mattel. Fuck <laughs> you. Whoever decided that those toys were good enough, fuck you. You are such a bastard. You are such a bastard. You are such an ignorant, arrogant fuck. I cannot believe that you just decided to go and fuck up a load of kids' dreams. Because that's what it was, wasn't it? To the He-Man fans. To, yeah. To go and see it on the big screen. I know it was for me. Yeah, so, it was, 100%. <laughs> so why do that? Right, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll stop talking for a bit. That's okay. That's right. no, that's oh, you're very, you're very upset about it. To be honest, it was. Oh, fucking Blade was terrible, man. They got, I swear, they got someone with an eye patch and just went, yeah, that will do. Didn't what? <laughs> didn't worry about the rest of the fucking detail in his face. Yeah, that will do. Fucking well. Yeah, and they they obviously thought, well, we've done a lot with the the cartoon series. We've done shitloads of figures and bad guys and good guys and play sets and vehicles that we don't need to do fuck all for the uh for the film we'll just do the basic plus it didn't like he-man the cartoon had finished after what like 86 so right um and i mean even when they did the new adventures of he-man which is <gasps> the toys <laughs> the toys for that were terrible as well but they yeah. changed from mattel had gone to somebody else yeah, they're all or, skinny. Or gone to someone else yeah yeah and it was just uh. yeah Maybe Mattel just thought, wow, fuck it. We, we, we have, we've lost the He-Man franchise, so we're just not going to bother with these, doing many, much detail to these actual He-Man toys. The crazy thing is, yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally hear you. Like, you're completely right. I do think it was a case of them going, oh, well, fuck you then. But I think yeah. that's to their detriment because instead of taking the Beast Man mold and materials 
from their back, you know, from the you know, the, the back room. Yeah. They made a completely new one. And you could have yes. used you could have used the old He-Man toys with that funny with the funny boat legs and all the rest of it. You could have done that. Yeah. You could have got you could have had some kind of continuity, just change the costumes. I mean, fuck me, yeah. you had a black He-Man. I don't mean like African American like He Man. No. I mean like it's He Man, but he's completely black. Yeah, like he's you know. So they they had no problem doing all kinds of shit to He Man to make him look different. Yeah, no. they could have given uh, cartoon. They could have given their original He Man longer hair. I imagine they yeah. could could have given him a new outfit. The, the, it's just there's so much shit that they could have done, and they were so lazy. So yes. fucking lazy. I just cannot believe it. There's no Man at Arms. Like Man at Arms was like multicolored pretty much in the cartoon. <laughs> All you had to do yeah. was like dull down his colors slightly. Yeah. Uh, Teela. All right. You might have had to put a bit more work in because yes. Teela cartoon Teela looked like some sort of high class stripper or something. <laughs> um, high class librarian. <laughs> Librarian stripper. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you might have had some work to do, but fuck me, like I just, I just can't believe how they, 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 they went and got some shit out of storage and went, yeah, give these to the kids. Fuck them. Yeah. Just, just can't believe it. It's just, it's just unreal. Oh, unreal. Dear. But um, let's move on. Let's move on because otherwise we'll be here for three hours just doing the chat. But um, <laughs> Just talking about the E-Man Masters of the yeah. Universe. Yeah, yeah. Let it one go, guys. Let it yeah. go. One last time. Fuck you, Mattel. Uh, <laughs> uh, 1988, Rambo. Oh, yes. I remember Rambo. Yeah. Now, God knows why I had a Rambo toy. Because um, I never watched the cartoon. Okay. Now, the one I had was a very, very articulated, very cool toy. He was obviously, and the one I had was obviously inspired by First Blood. I think my right. dad is going through some sort of military, you know, some sort of like military survival stage or something. Right. Yeah, he was still a very young man. And, um, but these, but, you know, the, uh, we can't really talk about it because these are the toys from the animated series. Um, and he used another squishy head. He's got like a very, yes. like, you know, very solid, hard plastic body and a, and a squishy head. Uh, so yes. they could get the likeness of Sylvester Stallone. Otherwise, he would have looked like me instead of. <laughs> so, yeah. Why can't you just make a hard head that looks like Sylvester Stallone? Can't do it. Can't do it. We'll make a squishy head. All right, that'll do. Uh, but yeah, not just, you know, I, I love my Rambo toy, but yeah, uh, we've got to leave him out because it was cartoon inspired, sadly. Oh. Um, but 1989, we had Beetlejuice. We did. Now, I saw the film at the time, yeah. and because of Batman in the same year, I had some sort of odd boyhood man crush on Michael Keaton. Um, so I was 100% on these these toys. Now, sadly, they didn't prove too popular, though um, I'm pretty sure I've read something about like parents complain and some kids ought to be drowned at birth for being gigantic gaping pussies because apparently a lot of kids are going there I've been bought these toys and they're too scary get a grip <laughs> get, just get a grip it's Tim Burton on acid and um, I love it and 
although it does have some plot faithful items i guess you could call them and i love them such as say like the spinning head yeah that yeah, yeah and the uh the actual plastic head on the outside spins off um and it reveals a tiny <clears throat> shrunken head on the inside um <laughs> things like that the, the, you know I, I you know um i love that but there are also a few vehicles that have no place being there like right. Be- the beetlejuice bike it's like he doesn't have a bike <laughs> stop trying to force your shit from the other range on this um <laughs> Give it to He-Man. Give it to He-Man. Not interested. <laughs> um, there's like, uh, I don't know if you ever, did you ever, I guess, a 89? Yeah, 89. You might have still been knocking around with action figures. Oh, yeah. I was still I was still into the 90s with action figures. Um, so I, I, I remember my friends having Beetlejuice toys. I don't remember owning them myself, but I do remember friends having some. Yeah, so they were bonkers, weren't they? They were, yeah. <laughs> they were um, but I, unfortunately, there's no, there's no Alec Baldwin, uh, there's no. no Gina Davis or Winona Ryder. Um, nope. Now, unfortunately, they had to be remembered by the makers of the cartoon, the, or you know, yes. the toys for the cartoon, because there was a, a cartoon of Beetlejuice. Um, completely different. Which was quite good, to be honest. It was quite good. I yeah. quite enjoyed Beetlejuice cartoon. The, Quite funny. It was completely different yeah. to the movie, like you say. Oh, yeah, completely. You know, it, there was no, there's not an, an ounce of Michael Keaton in the cartoon no. Beetlejuice, was there? It was, it, it was like someone else. It was like a, a sleazy salesman almost. It was yeah. very, very different. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've been remembered through the makers of the cartoon toys. Uh, Happy Meals. Happy Meals are very happy to remember Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, and Winona Ryder, and also. Retro Hijack Whores Funko. Oh, yes. The Funko Whores there and there. Look at us. Look at us. We're cool. We're retro. Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off, twats. Uh, Yeah. I think it's a bit sad as well because Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis are such a huge part of that film. Uh, I'm not quite sure why... They were ignored because it's not as though they were super boring characters. Yes, they were obviously not as crazy as Beetlejuice. No, uh, but they had, you know, they had pulled some horrific faces and they had some some great ideas. You know, I'm sure they they could have made something work. Yeah, absolutely, because that was a smashing film. It was. I remember watching that and loving it. It was just great. So. Even um. Like the okay, because you had a uh, some sort of sliding coffin grave, yeah, deal going on. I never saw it, and I looked at it today. I was trying to get a description, couldn't quite, couldn't quite grasp what was going on. Um, I think you so you could bury one of your characters alive or something like that. Um, but you, you kind of have thinking right. they, they should have been like some sort of like haunted house playset or. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like the uh, there's the is the, the the scale model in the attic. Yeah. Thought they would have done something like that. I mean, there was so much possibilities they could have done, but I just think <laughs> a lot of these toy companies are just like, oh, that's too much hard work. Let's just <laughs> let's just leave it at something basic <laughs> and easy to do. So. Oh, there you go. Well, also, 
Um, you know, I skipped, I skipped a year or I skipped the subject, actually, I should say. When I said about Rambo and I can't do anything, I should have said about Robocop. Um, and oh, I can't, Robocop. now I, I can't comment on those because they were based on the 1988 cartoon. However, I spoke to Dangerous beforehand. Um, and if it had been based on the 1988 ones, it would have been, um, the toys would have been brutal. They would have been like, Dispend, dismembered Murphy um, yeah. or dismantled Robocop or toxic melted ML yes. um, and that's how you fuck up kids not with not not with Beetlejuice toys <laughs> that's how you fuck up kids with exploding exploding arm you know uh, PC Murphy yeah that, that yeah. would really fuck up the kids um, but then you you did say to me like actually well yeah maybe not RoboCop one. However, what was it that you came up with? Well, no, I thought they were I, I, to beginning to begin with. I thought they were initially out of like RoboCop two and three because more stuff happened, more vehicles and that. But now that you mentioned the cartoon RoboCop and it's actually it was a, it was from the cartoon because I had like <laughs> the uh, I, <laughs> I had the Robo one police car. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah, along, yeah. Along with a RoboCop uh, action figure, which again, you know, it could have been from from one of the films, but I'm pretty sure it was more. They were more based off of the cartoon because it was like RoboCop and the Ultra Police, which was yeah. from 88 to 88 to 90. So yeah, what, unfortunately, what, what was the what was the upgrade on RoboCop though? Um, so, oh, Ed I That's it. Yeah, the, the two massive... Yeah, they had to get 209 as a toy. Now, that's it. Now, that was from the film, wasn't it? So we can talk about yes. that because that is genuinely a movie-inspired toy. Now, yes. that should never... I don't, I don't care how liberal I am as a parent. That <laughs> fucking thing should never be a kid's toy um, because <laughs> no. literally just about, I don't know, 30 seconds worth of seeing what that fucking thing can do, yeah, they they do not hold back. It they don't. Is absolutely brutal what that machine can do, and um, it's goddamn hideous. And I, I was there watching it. I was watching some of the um, the clips of what it gets up to, and I was just like, "Fuck, man, that's." I, I can't believe I used to think this shit was really cool. I'm just there, just like <laughs> shaking my head, going, "That's so sad. That's so sad. That's so awful." I can't. Oh God, this is so. This is terrible. Oh God, how long until it's finished? Oh my God, this is terrible. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, those those things. Yeah, even if it's just RoboCop and and that, those are certainly some great toys. Like you know, um, RoboCop, you, you could take off the his front visor, so he was yeah. more rather than being RoboCop, he is uh, he's Murphy. Yes. So that's that's always a bit heartbreaking when he takes off his visor because then you see just how absolutely fucked up he is and how they should have just let him die. Um, <laughs> and yeah. how it's such a cold, heartless, fucked up film. Um, and it's a, it's a really horrifying look into a possible dystopian future. It's... it's that, it still hurts to watch that film, if I'm honest. It does, yeah. It's uh, yeah, 
really sure brutal. ironically be covering in a few weeks time. yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah i better shut up about it i better save all my disappointment and tears for a few weeks um yeah <laughs> uh right shall we talk about the batman Oh, the 1989 movie, Batman, yes. Yes, well, I think what we're going to have to do, we're going to have to combine 1989 and Returns. Okay, well, I mean, I I don't know much about Returns in terms of the toy line, but I do remember having the 89 Batmobile and a Batman figure uh, uh, gifted to me as a Christmas present. Um, I'm just loving the shape of the Batmobile because it was a complete... Bar Cry from the 60s um, TV Batmobile, which was a nice car, but I, just, I still remember seeing it and thinking, this is amazing. What an amazing yeah. mach- piece of machinery. I mean, I think it was done by Kenner again, wasn't it? These Batman toys. I believe so, yes. I think they even had the Batcave. Yeah, uh, yeah. Batwing, Joker. Yes. So just some of the memories of what I can remember of that toy line from the 89 film. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if I, if I want to be if I want to be a grumpy arsehole, I will say <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll start with the bad things. But let's, you know, but 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 it was so good. And and, and it, 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 I, I really do appreciate what they did. So I just want to start off with the bad and then we'll we'll finish with the good. So if you look at 89, you've got you've, I think I'm pretty sure it's only three figures. Um, I think so, yeah. So you've got Batman, a non-Nicholson-looking Joker, and yeah. um, and Bob, who you know, uh, aka Tracy Walters of Conan the Destroyer and City Slickers fame. Um, yeah. Whilst whilst yeah, they're, they're poseable and they're reasonable looking. None or neither of the the maskless characters really look like the <laughs> actors. And then no. I always. I also feel that leaves us asking where Vicky Vale is, Eckhart, Commissioner Gordon, Alfred, and extra goons for Batman to beat up. You know, where, yeah. where the fuck are all those? Um, so, uh, re- returns again. The penguins. The penguin looks like the 1960s penguin, and <laughs> not a lick, not a lick yeah. like Danny DeVito at all in the slightest. There's he he's just a, he's just a happy fat chap in a suit. It, it's fucking awful. But then <laughs> then there's the variations of Batman as well, which have always annoyed me. Like Polar Batman, Jungle Batman, <laughs> Desert Batman. Yeah, they're all in different colours. It looks fucking ridiculous. Like gone to Tesco's Batman, taking a dump Batman. Yeah, he's just uh, give me a break. Like toy designers, stop doing that. You know. It's like when you give Spider-Man a bike. Spider-Man doesn't need a bike. He fucking swings from a web, you stupid cunt. Language. But, sorry. Uh, They're taking a piss, and um, they, they didn't even do a battle damage, Batman. So in a in a you know in the black suit with like a ripped yeah. mask, or you know or, nothing like that. Um, but let's yeah let's get onto the good stuff because there was some great stuff, like you mentioned, like the, the, the best and it is the best Batmobile. Okay. Yeah. And I I challenge anyone to prove me wrong, or at least I would, but I know that they can't because they'd be wrong. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because we went to saw it as well, didn't we? We did. Yeah, I remember watching it as well at a school for a school uh, sort of film night as well. I remember watching the Batman. 
so we um we yeah we we went to that we went to that comic fest and uh we weren't actually allowed to take the photos you had to pay something stupid like 50 oh, yeah. pound so we just walked a little bit further oh, away yeah. and i still <laughs> took your photo <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Zoom right in. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, that was amazing. yeah it's, it's bloody brilliant though um they like I said the bat wing uh in returns you've got the bat boat um yeah. you've got easy change bruce wayne so it looks like bruce wayne <laughs> is walking around in like a, a trendy outfit trendy black outfit and then you just add little bits to him click 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 clip and all of a sudden, he, he's turned into Batman. He's Batman oh. on the go. So that was quite good. But Bruce Wayne also had his own car. Um, there's a Batcave per film. Yes. So in the 1989 Batcave, it's it's grey rock, but with brightly coloured walkways. And it's like, oh, OK, because, you know, you need to be able to see where you're going in the dark so you don't fall <laughs> over the side. So let's have some bright red railings. But come, come returns, they've made it a bit, little bit, uh, a little more, a bit more dull and realistic. So that was quite good. Um, yes. Catwoman was a character in this, yeah. in returns, of course. Uh, there's penguin drones. Do you remember the penguin drones? I do, yeah. <coughs> oh, and I'm dying. Oh, oh, oh so yeah. spit went down the wrong way. Oh, it's okay. I'm still alive. So the little penguin drones, they're okay. Uh, and then you can get a costume, a utility belt, a grappler, and a batarang, and holy accessories, Batman! <laughs> All of a sudden, it, it, it goes from going like it goes from being like ah the you know the joke who doesn't look anything like Jack Nicholson. Then all of a sudden, you go through all the positive points. It becomes a strong contender for uh, like the top three of the best eighties yeah. and nineties movie toys. Oh. I think that, I, I, in my opinion, anyway, I, I think it's, um, I, I, oh, yeah. I really like it. Anytime you include a bat cave and uh, decent accessories and, uh, you know, some, some goons as well, it's oh. always going to be up there. That's it. I mean, uh, you know, I, I mean, for me, have, having that bright yellow uh, utility belt, uh, yeah, that's it. That's me done. Always wanted it. I always <laughs> wanted that, that that accessory belt, that bat belt. That was amazing. That's something that you want. Because yeah, I remember my dad saying how cool that was. Because he grew up with the uh, the Adam West, yeah, the original yeah. one. Um, but just to have that bat belt, even though it's really corny, back then it's like, don't worry, I've got some bat smoke. It's bat <laughs> everything, isn't it? Let's bat go smoke. to the bat bed. Let's go. Let's uh, take take a bat dump. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a bat piss in the bat toilet. Hang on a second, I'll be back out. I'll be bat bat out in a minute. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. It, when you, when you do things like batarangs and belts and shit like that, yeah, it, it does it does become a uh, a very strong contender for the for the for the top spot. But uh, we move on to 1990. Ooh. Now I don't know I don't know if uh, this interested you at all. Dick Tracy. I do remember the toys at the time. Um, but ah. I don't, again, I wasn't a big Dick Tracy fan. I know my dad liked the movie. Um, I need to watch the film again. Do they say it's a pretty decent film? Oh um, yeah. So I need to. Uh, I need to maybe have a look again and see what the toys were like as well. 
See, now I love, love, love that stupid film. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I will watch that heap of entertaining poo over and over again. There's so many tremendous actors in there, and it tries so hard to be loyal to the subject matter. It is brave, it is bold, it is genuinely exciting in parts, and it's still a bit stupid where you just shake your head. Um, and I understand why others can't stand it. I understand why it didn't do that well. But at the same time, I understand why other people do. Um, yeah. Which is why it's it's such an... It, it, which is why it's such a shame that the toys suck dick. Um, <laughs> uh, pun not intended. Um, <laughs> but the film caricatures human beings into grotesque cartoon characters so like hammerhead um and it's very cool how they accomplish that however the toys go one step further and caricature the caricatures um they look they look they look doubly cartoony than they do in the film and i can't actually put my finger on what it is i don't like about that that they can't they, yeah, they 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 make the cartoon look doubly cartoonish, but yeah. I, I, I it irritates the shit out of me. And I don't like the way they're. I mean, He Man were kind of like those toys were bandy legged, but the Dick Tracy toys take it to another level. Yeah, they're extra bandy and extra cartoony. I just cannot take them seriously, at all. I but I, I still love that. I don't know if they, I don't know if the toys were big in the US again. Uh, we've not really spoken to anyone who's. Um, I, we can't seem to find anyone. Um, no. Anyone who does a podcast is really big on toys. No. Uh, you know retro. Retro toys. Films, yeah. yeah, it's very very weird, isn't it? How we can't find anyone to have a chat with us about that. It would have been. I mean, I wouldn't call either of us an expert on on these on on these toys because we have to cover so much within the 80s and 90s right yeah absolutely. so yeah so danger and i have to do so much so it would have been really interesting to speak to someone that considers himself an expert or at least knows more than we do which is not a huge amount um, <laughs> no. if you could tell us how the dick tracy toys got on in the states that would be that would be amazing but yeah. um, I'm guessing you didn't have any. Obviously, you didn't have any of the uh, the Dick Tracy toys then, since you had to look them up. No, no. I, I, I've seen the pictures of them now. I kind of remember them being like in the shops, but I just don't remember ever asking for one. So, ah, see again. I mean, I don't blame you either. Um, 1991. Now, these were the last toys that I played with. Oh, before I started watching adult when I say adult movies I, was, <laughs> I don't mean I was watching porn <laughs> uh, you know just 18, 15s and 18s and listening to Black Sabbath and the like but um, right. Terminator 2 oh yeah T2 toys I remember them out yeah. well. now I, I didn't have the full collection but I had a few and I've researched their names right now I had the <laughs> the T-800 hidden weapon giggly oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant if they if they've made them nowadays it was like you know, we're not calling anything the hidden weapon uh-uh. 
no way. But yeah, he's uh, essentially his front, not the front of his flies, just his whole other, the front of his upper body flops down, shoots a missile or something. Um, yeah, I remember that. T-800 battle damage with an exposed front, which if you push a button in his back, his front springs off, like it pops off. Um, a straight up T-800, just the machine. Yeah. A T-800 power arm, which wasn't exactly faithful to the plot, but it was no. pretty freaking awesome. I, I remember like looking at these other, like you could like interchange the arms and I would get rid of the other ones and just keep him with his battle damaged arm. So I, I yeah. had that one as well. All right. There you go. Um, I like yeah. that. Um, I had a glow in the dark T-800 and I don't know why it was Ooh. glow in the dark. I don't see the point in that. So you uh, could play with it when the lights were out under your bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's weird. And an exploding T-1000. Oh. So he doesn't look fully look like Robert Patrick because he's kind of right. like, he's all out. He's, yeah, he's between policeman and silver and angular mode. And yeah, and then uh, you, again, you push a button on his back and he just, uh, you know, uh, as you pretend to shoot him as Arnold Schwarzenegger and he just explodes. <laughs> Bits go everywhere. And of course, what happens is when you do that often enough, you lose the parts. Yeah. Like, Fuck, where did his arm go? And you're looking everywhere and it's gone under like it's gone under the sofa or something. You never yeah. find that shit. But um it was a privilege to own these. And if yeah. anything, like I, I you know, I did I did play with them a bit and then I was like, right, I'm I'm done now. I'm done. Yeah. It was like literally I've had I've had like a week of playing with these. Completely done. I'm so happy I have these. I put them on my I I put kind of put them on my desk in my room. Uh they were elevated and they all kind of interacted with one one another. I just left them there. And I was like, this is this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> because it was such it was the probably one of the more complete sets of anything yeah. I ever owned. I, I, I just, and T2 to me was such an incredible film because for the yes. time it, it really was, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I just, I felt like that was my tribute to them right there just nice. in my room and I'd, like looking, I'd wake up, I'd look at, look at it and go like, like it was some sort of um, a shrine. <laughs> <laughs> A shrine terminated too. I, I loved it. But you, you said you had uh I can't remember which one it was. Was it the Power Arm T eight hundred? Yes. Yeah. I remember having that one. It was the only one I had, to be honest. I would get the I would get, I think back in the nineties I would just get like wrestling figures, a few action figures, um, things like you know, things that may be popular at the time that my parents would pick up. So like this was obviously one of the least popular uh, figures because there were so many of them in the shops. I think because I think it was the only one that was left. It was like uh, you know, trying to, they're trying to buy a Turbo Man doll and they've you know they've got no Turbo Man dolls, but they've got their faithful assistant booster. It's like ah, oh, <laughs> oh, very good. Both both with Arnie there, very good, sir. Yes, well done. Applause. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you yeah. So it's, it's good that you remember them. It's yeah. You know, it's nice to know that other people. Uh, you know, remember these things. It's not just me because 
yeah. it's, it's just not something that um, you and I have really, well, we, we've spoken about Robo Force and Manta Force or whatever, but we haven't yeah. really mentioned really too much in the last like seven, eight years, whatever it's been. We haven't really mentioned toys at all, have we? You know, we haven't really mentioned no. past, that, past that. So it's, so it's interesting to talk to you about it. Again, like, but like, like other like other toy ranges, they could have lost an Arnie or two uh, yeah. to include another character because there was no there was no Sarah Connor. There was a John Connor, and he had his bike. Yeah. Um, I think there may have been two other T one thousands, like a I don't know. He gets he turns orange once you put him in hot water or something. It's like fuck. <laughs> how often are you gonna put him in hot water? Um, <laughs> yes. And then um, there's one that's completely silver, like he's yeah. just about to morph into a different shape or something. Um, but you, there's no Sarah Connor. No. So we've had no Vicky Vale, we've had no Sarah Connor, we've had no Teela, no Sorceress. It like I'm not one for I'm not one for political statements, but fuck's sake, lads, come on, give us at least one female character because sometimes it's actually really. Is actually really important to the storyline. Yeah, I'm wondering if the toys, because they were, um, you know, put towards boys, you know, how many boys in the time of watching the movie are going to think Sarah Connor is more badass than the, the Terminator themselves or the T T eight thousand T eight hundred, sorry, or the T one thousand. So, you know, oh, yeah. I'm wondering if they're like, you know, if we do a Sarah Connor, our girls going to want to buy the Sarah Connor action figure. A boy's gonna want to buy it. I'm wondering if that's maybe why they didn't do them. I don't know. Maybe, but then I think Sarah Connor's more badass than John Connor. I know John Connor's kind of like the point of the film. He has to save John Connor, but Sarah Connor is like is changed from the first film. Like she's she's like full out militant crazy case. Yeah. In the second film, she's very very important. So I, oh no man, that seems a bit bonkers. But um, yeah, yeah no, I, 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 that's I, how I, toy lines, toy companies at the day back in the day i guess yeah i guess so guess so so what was that that was uh 1991 but also in 91 and they've got a couple of 91s actually um hook hook okay i i I remember the toy line coming out but i i I don't think i've even watched the movie all the way through to be honest (gasps) If 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 i have it may have been when it first came out but i haven't watched it in a long time Oh no! See, I love the film. I think at this point, it really was too late for me to enjoy these toys. Like, yeah. I, I remember, I remember thinking about Hook, just going like, "No, these are shit." Like, just like I'm just not interested interested in toys. Like, I'll watch a um, I want to say it's a Spielberg film. I may have it was, that wrong. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. But um, I, I love the concept of uh, Robin Hood abandoning his friends and coming back, but not really being welcome, being a bit of a fuckwit. And yeah, I, I, it, it's a magnificent story. Really, really love it. Um, but it's too late for me to enjoy the toys by a million miles in my head. I do remember that, but I can't even look back with envy. You know, some, no. some of the toy rangers, I may, I may look back and go, cool. Fucking hell did, did I miss out? If only they came out a year or two later or, 80s toys yeah. that I never got to have. Oh fucking hell! I wish I'd, I wish I'd had those. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it all looks so cheap. If you like, whoever's listening, if you want to do what Danger does, if you want to go and have a, you know, keep listening to us, but have a look at uh, the Hook 1991 toys, it all looks so cheap as though they're using an old mould from a totally unrelated pirate range. That's dreadful, and I don't want to go too much into it because, um, well, to be fair, I've said it all just there. They look shit. <laughs> that, that's literally all you need to know. <laughs> I think because, the only one that looks okay is Dustin Hoffman's character. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, I mean I had a look at that, and, and there's also um, can't remember can't remember his name, but there's like the fat kid who rolls up into a ball and knocks people over. At least his character actually folds in half. So, you know, yeah. you know well done. Um, but it's the complete opposite <laughs> of a quite wonderful film. And I can't help thinking it's an utter letdown for kids. Even with the um, the accessories. So you've got like, you know, a, a, a hook or a knife or binoculars or some shit. It's like, no, you've literally just got shit from anywhere. Put it in a yeah. box with hook on the front of it and... and sold it off to kids and some suckers gone like yep that'll do <laughs> yeah it's 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 sad i, I don't want to go on about it because honestly i love the film so much i think it will fucking ruin the film for me but um oh, prince of thieves now did you ever did you look into this at all robin hood prince of thieves oh yes. man i completely forgot about that one yeah i stumbled upon it i stumbled oh. upon it yeah so, you know, and I remember these toys, and I don't know how. Now, I, I can't decide if I'm impressed or disappointed in Kenner. Because whilst they clearly wanted to make an effort with the material clothes, because the because the say whatever you like about whatever else you like about the film, it yeah. did have its flaws. The costumes were pretty awesome, especially for the time. Yeah. Um, so they yeah, they made the effort with the toys. But they've recycled their other toys really, the, the rest of the toys, other really cheaply for some yeah. of the characters, like namely the Sheriff of Nottingham. Um, maybe a little bit Friar Tuck and Little John as well, but the Sheriff is the worst. Okay? He is awful. You can oh, Google. God, I'm just looking at it now. <laughs> what the hell is he wearing? I don't <laughs> he know. Looks like he's, he's, he looks like he's a. He looks like he's. I don't know, a Mongolian prince or something. Wearing some <laughs> weird, some weird G.I. Joe Cobra, Cobra Commander type. Right, exactly. And he, he's at the other end of the scale from Morgan Freezing. Morgan Freezing? Yeah, he, he's still, he's really cold, Morgan Freezing. Morgan <laughs> Freeman, my nose is getting bugged up where I've, I've been talking so much. Yeah. Morgan Freeman's character uh, figure is like, it's basically him that's been shrunken by a wizard. <laughs> it looks so much like him. It's insane. <laughs> They've gone through all of that effort for Morgan Freeman's Azim, but Rickman makes do with a Robocop baddie's head, yeah. <laughs> uh, Super Lex Luthor's body, yeah. and the Green Arrow's arms, all painted black. And he looks, <laughs> he looks like... I don't know. He looks like he should be thrown in a in a straitjacket and, and 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 locked in a padded room. Like he, he doesn't look like a sneaky, conniving, evil person. He just looks fucking batshit. It's weird. <laughs> um, 
again, like I said about missing characters, there's no Lady Marion. No. Uh, who is integral to the story, if you think about it. Like, yeah, yes, he, he robbed the rich to give to the poor, but what else did he do? He rescued Maid Marion. Yeah. Um, so there's no Lady Marion, there's no Guy of Gisborne, there's no Bull. Um, the, the guy goes, to the trees! Now... <laughs> You might go like, oh, there's no ball, guys. Like, he's a minor character with minor screen time. Oh, so you mean like King Richard of England, played by Sean Connery, <laughs> a proud Scotsman who was in it for like 30 seconds. That guy gets his own fucking figure. No shit. 30 uh, seconds Sean of screen Connery. time in that film. Yeah. Gets his own figure. Okay. I'll have Ball, played by the incredibly versatile Dan Peacock, any day. Oh, Any okay. day. He was in um oh is it Five Go Mad and Dorset? He was in oh, he's probably in Blackadder as well. He's definitely in Only Fools and Horses. As I want to say okay. like Mental Mickey, you know, when Rodney joins oh, yeah. a punk band. Yeah. Yeah, he's the lead singer. Um Oh, I know the guy you mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's done a lot of comic strip stuff as well, yeah. Yeah, he's brilliant. Now and I'd rather have him. Now, I saw these firsthand at the time, and I guess I was impressed, possibly, oh. because I loved the film. Yeah. But um, I guess at the same time, that kind of shows what kids know. <laughs> it does. Um, right, we're really getting on. We're getting on to an hour and a half. So, actually, I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going oh. to zip through Aliens. Now, okay. I had a few friends that collected these, but they collected them in the same ways that actual collectors collecting this is 1992. They put them on a yeah. shelf, left in packaging in mint condition and out of direct sunlight and displayed neatly and proudly on a shelf to show their love for appreciation for a fucking terrible movie. Because that's what <laughs> number two was. It was a number two. Don't oh. care what anyone says. It, the first one was the best one by a million miles because it was exactly what it was meant to be and the rest of them were all bastardizations. But anyway, oh. <laughs> it was, yeah, I know, I understand that there's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of love for the film and the different aliens are detailed, creepy and badass, but the characters are a bit rounded with no details to the faces and a bit, so yeah, I'm, I'm not feel. I'm not feeling ninety two aliens. I don't know if that was something you ever. I can't. Ever I did. can't remember them to be honest. No, they're not that. They're not that impressive. The aliens themselves are quite detailed and interesting, and it's really the people that um, they're very loyal to the original designs. But yeah, you know, if you're not interested in aliens, and just, I don't think I've actually seen the movies until. I'm the 2000s so oh right okay that's probably why i didn't that's probably why i didn't know about the uh, toys at the time so uh, in 92 uh, 93 super mario brothers again too late uh um, oh. again the the detail of the toys compared to the film it's kind of like hook it's the op the toys are opposite to the film only this time the toys are absolutely magnificent and the film shit but it just Somehow I just keep going back to it like an abusive ex. I, I just I just can't stop watching Super Mario Brothers, even though I know it's shit. Um, but what I will do, I'm going to go I'm skip that. Just have a look if you're interested. But I just want, yeah. very quickly want to talk about Jurassic Park and then we want to get onto the turtle toys, which 
I, you know, obviously you must have something to talk about because you love the turtles. <laughs> the, the titles, yeah. The titles. <laughs> so Jurassic Park. The titles. Not a titles, boss. So Ken will learn from their Indiana Jones mistakes here. I had friends who had little brothers, so I got to see these toys firsthand, and they are bloody amazing. So detailed, like uh, figures and dinosaurs with vehicles that are loyal to the film, or at least they're dinosaurs and the vehicles are. Um, A whole load of added extras designed to bring an element of realism to play, like a dinosaur with a detachable patch of flesh with bloody ribs underneath. Yeah, that's so fucking cool, right? I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. Um, Sadly, they couldn't get it all right. So whilst Ellie Sackler, uh, one of the main characters in the first film, is a spit for the actress Laura Dern. Somehow, I don't know how she is, but she is a spit. She looks just like Laura Dern. Dennis Nedry, played by the magnificent Wayne Knight, is tragically slim and wearing sunglasses. Yes. Uh, so that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> and then he's still slim and complete with a gun holster in the second series of figures when they realized, oh, we fucked up here. We'll go back and do the, the figurines again. Um, yeah. And they make all of them look a little bit better. But yeah, still Dennis Nedry. Nope. Still, still yeah. fucking got that wrong. <laughs> At least his face looks a little bit rounder. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, they also added because they forgot it the first time round. They added uh, Jeff Goldblum's Ian uh, Malcolm to. Yeah. Um, I just every I can't say I can't say Ian Malcolm. I have to go Ian uh, Malcolm because that's how Jeff Goldblum acts. He, he's <laughs> loves popping in a yeah uh, like in like in uh, Independence Day. I swear every yes. every fifth word is. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, but he looks as though they literally, literally, not figuratively, they literally broke the mold. Yeah. To make Jeff uh, Jeff Goldblum's character, so he, like you got yeah. this guy with curly black hair in a suit and sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Whereas that. the first time they realised that he's like, okay, we've got nothing that looks like Jeff Goldblum. Fuck it, let's just whip these toys out on the market fuck it they won't even realize that jeff goldblum's not in there <laughs> fuck it all right they will just write jp on their shirts and fuck it the kids won't care but uh no he did look very very cool uh when they Absolutely. did uh it, it's, it's contagious it's catching when they uh make ian uh, Malcolm. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh but yes that leaves us with oh holy shit we've been going for ages turtles yeah. What can yes. you tell me about the turtles? Wow, I mean, the turtles, the, the movie figures didn't really come out until like '93 with like Turtles Three. So, oh, I I think they missed a trick because if you look at, I mean, most of the figures were cartoon based figures, weren't they? So, um, yeah. I think they did a Toka and Razor um, from Turtles Two. But obviously the turtles in the movie were so different to the actual turtles in the cartoon. So um, I can't remember. I mean, there was never a there was never a toy, not until like twenty the twenty fourteen 
where they actually did like the original card, uh, original movie figures. Um, that they can, I can't remember a, 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 a movie inspired toy line of the Tales until the oh. third. That's a bit yeah. weird because it's funny you mentioned that that the the turtles actually look like the card not no the comic yeah they look like the comic version of the turtles rather than the cartoon version of the turtles didn't they it, to begin with yes but then when the cartoon was m- more popular they just they just brought out shitloads of different brands of comic uh, cartoon inspired comic. Uh, characters as well. Um, I mean, I know I, it's like the original original turtles um, back in the eighties, and because again, we I can't remember seeing those original um, comics that were were done in the 80, 87 I think it was. Right. By yes. Kevin, yeah. Kevin Eastman and Peter Lard, Liard, or whatever, however you say his surname, um, and they were they looked really different to the the comics that came out in the uk i think the comics that came out in the uk were done based off of the cartoon oh totally yeah whereas the actual comic that was released in the us um those those figures i mean they released a couple of range they they released a toy range of the 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 actual comic um figures from 87 and they looked totally different to the uh the ones we received, we we have where you're so used to getting the toys off of the comic mm. cartoon. So, I mean, again, I I can't remember the toy line changing for the movies until like the third one came out in '93, and, and the third movie was awful. <laughs> it was so, you know, <laughs> they they just released like these samurai warrior turtles, and I was like, ah, yeah, that's right, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> shit. And I think the cartoon is coming to an end around about this sort of time. Um, so, I mean, I, I love the Turtles. It was a great cartoon. I love the movies. First one was the best. Second one was, was good as well, but not as good as the first. Third one was Pile of Tripe. And no matter uh-huh. how many times they try to do a new film of the Turtles, it's just not the same. Because, I mean... You can you can have them CGI'd. You can have them however you want these days. But those original sort of costumes that were puppets that were done by um, um, oh god, I'm forgetting his name, um, the guy who uh, who did all the Sesame Street puppets. I've completely uh, Jim Henson. Yes, he he had a hand in those. They they were fantastic. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, the Jim Henson Studio. That yeah. you know what that answers so many questions actually because I I do remember asking my mum, oh how do they do that? And it's like, well, it's like a it's like having um it's like a puppet. And I yeah. just I remember thinking like, so where do their heads go? If their head is a puppet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but how about the um what I remember from. Funnily enough, there's not a lot I remember about the second film. I do okay. remember the Super Shredder. Was surely yeah. there was a Super Shredder that got released? I don't think there was. I don't think that got released oh. until the 2000s. Wow, that's bonkers. Yeah, I mean the. Shit. I mean, I can't remember the toy line being. Um, uh, if there was a toy line for the movies, it was never released over here. I just remember the t- the cartoon version of the turtles 
being released. And I was I remember watching the movies, thinking, "We are. When are we going to get these great uh, figures coming out for the movies?" And this never came because, like the third move, the third movie figures were just much like the cartoon ones. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty rubbish." So, oh man. I mean, they missed out a lot because I mean, a lot of kids would have loved to have bought the actual um, turtle figures from the movie uh, yeah. as toys back in the nineties. They would have been so popular, but again, because it was going off against the cartoon, the cartoon was still popular. So they, you know, playmates who did those toys were just like, well, let's just keep releasing different, <laughs> different variations of the turtles, like hockey playing turtles or uh, yeah. American football playing turtles. It's like. But then by like 93, they'd just be like, I mean, I'm looking at the figures now and I'm just like, they, they just kind of just, uh, they just were like, <laughs> they just weren't the same. It was just. It was dross. Uh, Absolutely yeah. dross. I have found what at least I think I found the 1991 Super Shredder. Oh, okay. Uh, done by Playmates. But I have to say, I don't fucking, I, he, he doesn't look like the Super Shredder from the film. No. No. He's like, you know, you know, the cardboard backing, you know, yeah. the cardboard backing on all the toys on the turtle ones. It looks very much like the original comics, not the right. not the uh, the later ones based on the cartoon. I'm talking the okay. original, original ones. The artwork on the cardboard is like that. And instead of looking like instead of looking like what Kevin Nash's character um, in the film, it's very much looking like he's been drawn from the comics so there is that yeah i can see that now i've actually just seen that now There's, you can buy one on ebay for 150 quid but it's very different it's not the same is it it's not the same as so if i look at the super shredder from the film like holy shit that that guy is scary as fuck but yeah. he's nothing like that is he nothing like that is no. two very very different characters one of them looks like he's. Taken, I don't know. One of them looks just, as though he's got like too much time and he's built his shoulder pads up like way too much. <laughs> yes, I think they've just taken the uh, cartoon version of him and just given him some extra armor and some extra spiky stuff as well. It's just like, oh, right. wow, they've not really tried on that. They've just gone, oh, let's try and create it and make him look like a cartoony badass. But I mean. I mean, they have released a Super Shredder um, sort of figure recently, and it looks badass. It's fucking expensive oh. to buy. Yeah, no, I, I can see it. it is, I can, I it can see badass. it. It's pretty awesome. I think, you know, the, the Shredder character was totally and utterly let down. And it's not Kevin yeah. Nash's fault. I, you know, it, it's, um, it's a combination of, I'd say, the studio putting pressure on the script writers and the directors. Uh, Super Shredder could have kicked their asses and yeah. um, had them running away with their tails between their legs, not literally, um, <laughs> and then coming back for a third episode, a uh, third uh, instalment. Third movie, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that absolute horseshit time travel samurai bullshit. But uh, there you go. It, it just it, 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 We saw very, very little of him, and um, I, I, remember, I remember us guys just like, raving about him and saying how cool the super shredder is and we yes. wish we'd seen more of him yes if you see more of him then it 
thing, you know, uh, you become familiar with him and he's not so cool. But it would have been better than what? Three minutes? But if that, if <laughs> yeah. that bonkers, man. Yeah. That, that, that's well, awesome, man. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I was going to research that and I was like, no, fuck it. Danger's all over this. It's turtles. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not lifting a fucking goddamn finger. Danger's all over this. Be, and this will be the best way to finish the chat. So I'm really glad I did fuck all on this because it was, um, not only did I get to rest my voice, but I actually got to hear something really interesting that I, you know, I never learned. So every day is a school day. Right. Tremendous. Everyone, before it gets to the hour and 45 mark, or at least it is where I'm looking, um, we better bugger off, finish the chat, uh, and we'll crack on with the segments. Go and have a wee, go and get a bicky, cup of tea, anything you want, but don't go anywhere, because we have the segments coming up next, and holy shit, we will see you in a few. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, nostalgia lovers. This is Lisa from Life After Movies, and you are listening to the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show, which is Insanely Dangerously Retro. Ask Dangerous Dangerous days Stuff about the old days Gas has got the questions Dave's got the memories Maybe that is Bob Coach's trivia Oh hi there, I didn't hear you knock Come on in and call yourself by the fan Take some ice cubes for your drink and settle back and listen to another delightful Ask Dangerous segment. My life is extraordinary bare. I fought the fear and chased the pain. My life doesn't need to be explained. I choose to walk the line as one. Sometimes as I live upon my island, cut off from my emotion and its pain. Oh, that's when I am tempted by the waters. The waters that I can make take me far away <laughs> so i'll just keep on walking down this open road hoping someone somewhere needs me so i'll just keep walking down this open road talking to a man who knows me yes he knows me the man is me yes indeed the man is me and we're here for another <laughs> exciting ass dangerous we're here to find out what the next matchups are for the greatest ever uk number one 80s versus 90s is so let's throw it over to DJ Gazzy Waz to find out what he has in store for us this week. 
Oh, DJ Gazzy Waz. Okay, Dr. Fox, you can fuck off because DJ Gazzy Waz is here. <laughs> you, you and the, you and the um, was it Jazzy Jeff? <laughs> you can fuck oh. off because Gazzy <laughs> Waz is here. Tremendous. <laughs> okay, right. Each week we delve into the mind of Dangerous to determine the greatest 80s and 90s UK chart number one ever. I'll give Dangerous five matchups, and he has to choose who is the superior tune, and therefore will progress to the next round. Some big hits have gone home already, and it's only going to get more controversial and more upsetting for me. But this is Ask Dangerous. He is mighty, and his word final. Ding, dang, dee, lee, 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 ling, dang, ding, dang, do, dang, dang, do. I didn't actually do an intro this week because I was so busy doing... Toy research that I just <laughs> forgot to do one. Oh, there we yeah. go. That's why I can't. Go. That's why I can't do anything on the spot. I'm oh, you should have just, should have just kept going. <laughs> well, no one would have known that you couldn't do one. No, but then it's just it's a letdown from the last couple of weeks. Oh, <laughs> never mind. That and I'm thinking about how my headphones are falling off my ears. It's just like the more and more I talk, the more I'm on because I, I I get you know I'm like I'm animated when I talk, so I'm bouncing. Yes. My headphones are sliding off my head, and I keep like trying to lean in the other direction and talking to the microphone and look at my phone. I, I, uh, You're doing too much at once, too much at once. Oh, terrible, absolutely fucking terrible. Really, it's it's me, it's me that's the calamity clusterfuck. It's me fucking this show up. Right, anyway, match up one. I'm ready, by the way, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're ready. I gave you loads of time to get ready. Yeah. All right. Matchup one. It's a sin by the Pet Shop Boys. Oh. Versus Prince, the most beautiful girl in the world. Wow. Great Mm. song by Pet Shop Boys. This, this is yeah. It's probably one of my. It's probably my favourite Pet Shop Boys one actually. Oh really? I was going to say this is probably one of my favourite Prince songs as well. <laughs> it is very good. It is very good. Uh, yeah, you know what actually? And um, as a kid, I, I remember thinking, oh, it's nice that Prince did a song that wasn't balmy, like yeah. you know, crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's nice that he just did a nice song. So yes, I yeah. do. I do. I do know what you mean. Actually, yeah, it's, it's a smashing song. But yeah, I think. Um, you know what? I think this is probably probably the hardest one. So I've started you off on the hardest one. Yeah, I mean, Petro Boys were, again, another one of my f- dad's favourite bands back in the 80s. And they did some great songs. I mean, one of my favourite songs of theirs is Suburbia. Um, I don't know if that ever hit number one, but I mean, that was a great song. Um, but It's a Sin versus Most Beautiful Girl in the World. Yeah. Whoa! Two very different acts. Two very, yes, very different very acts. Very different, yes. A bit, both, both a bit kooky. Prince, obviously, you yes. know, like he's Champions League kooky. Yes. Whereas the Pet Shop Boys yeah. are just like, yeah, I'm out for a good time. I'm gonna pretend to be a little bit kooky to. Uh, yes. But yeah, that the, you know, no, you, you know, you're you are uh, amateur. You're amateurs compared to Prince. They're in the they're in the championship, whereas Prince is in the Champions League. That's so. it. He's like, I don't even have a name. Don't don't, don't call me any name. Just if you call want me to get, symbol. yeah, if you want to get my attention, draw a symbol and a bit of paper and show it to my face. Oh, all right then. Yeah, 
You fucking yeah. crazy. I am Batman. <laughs> he did the bat. He did music for the bat for 1989 Batman as well, didn't he? He, he did. Yes, he did. Very, very good soundtrack. That. Yes, uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, I think he did. He was the official soundtrack. His was the official theme, wasn't it? The Batman soundtrack. His. Was. I. You know what? I'd forgotten I that, was. but I think you know. I, I. I think he might be right. I couldn't have told you if you'd asked. But since you said that, I think he might be right, actually, yeah. Okay, well, okay, all right. Which is the better song? It's a sin versus... I'm going to have to put through Prince and it's... Could you be the most beautiful girl in the world? Oh, you're right, I could. <laughs> well, I could, thank you very much. <laughs> I've put it through, so... <laughs> I could, Take yes. that bad boy off. Ticket. Okay, it's done. It's ticked. It's ticked. Ticked. Ticked Tremendous. already. The next one, matchup two, is already ticked. I, d- uh, I don't even need to ask you. Right. Okay. Okay. I am going to say. I'm going to say five syllables. Right. Okay. Which makes up the band's name. Okay. Okay. And I, and that all, all it takes is five syllables, of, which makes up the band's name, which. Uh, which lets me know that that's what I'm going to be ticking. Right. Match up two. Two unlimited <laughs> with right. no limit. Oh, wow. Versus Let's Party by Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers. Oh. Jive Bunny was a. I used to love, as a kid, love Jive Bunny. Yes. Now, oh, yeah, it's smashing. Yeah, they had a, they had a short but memorable run, didn't they, in the UK charts? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. There's a, I think it was three different songs. I think all of them got to like, oh, they did like four. Three of them got to number yeah. one, and the fourth one wasn't as good, so they packed it in. Yeah. Oh, Jive Bunny work. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed boogie into them as a kid. Yeah, totally. Because it was music that we liked anyway. I think it wasn't it. Was it like they they barely made any changes to the original song? May yeah. it might have been maybe just like half a beat quicker a minute or something. Yeah, and then in the in the videos, you just had the actual cartoon Jive Bunny. Yeah, in the videos. Yeah, so, no, I, I like that. So we're simple, simple creatures in the UK. Fish and chips, absolutely. football slash rugby slash cricket, bit of rock and that's roll. Jive Bunny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're all right. We're okay. We don't need fuck all else. Maybe a Batman toy here or there. Yeah, we're yes. all right. <laughs> Batman jeans. Batman jeans. <laughs> Fuck off, Batman jeans. Fuck <laughs> off, bum. <laughs> so you have Batman, Batman toys, Batman jeans, and Batman music. Yeah, Batman themed. <laughs> no Limits versus Jive Bunny. Let's twist again. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, let's party. Oh, let's party, sorry. Yeah. All right. I mean, well, it's, it's weird that you, it's weird that you're taking this long. I mean, again, Jive Bunny were a favourite of mine as well oh. as a kid, but I think I'm going to put through two unlimited no limits. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was obvious. That's that. That's uh, no big to, to anyone who's who's been around since the beginning. Uh, I think Dange set the um, set the record, the all time record for saying two unlimited. In an episode of a podcast ever. <laughs> yes, I think so. Even more. <laughs> I've probably said their name more than Nate Band have actually said their name. 
which is probably quite sad when you think about it. <laughs> you are the president of the two unlimited fan club, though. Yes, so yeah, of the the UK branch. Sorry, oh dear. Yeah, no, that's good. No, it's good. It's good that is. I, I, when I, it's again, randomly, bang, press the screen. Put a green tick (laughs) next to that straight away. I'm not even, not even bothering. (laughs) Sorry, Jive Bunny, you gotta fuck off. Right, matchup three, (laughs) the Clash. Should I stay or should I go? Versus the Spice Girls. Say you'll be there. Oh God! I quite like, I quite like. Um, Say so you'll be there. I think it's the, the lyrics are um, the verse lyrics are absolutely shit. They're so basic <laughs> that you think a teenage, uh, you know, like like a bunch of teenage friends have written them. But there's something about the way that they spread them out amongst the girls and the music. You just yeah. go. Oh, this is fun! Oh, this is—I'm having a. This is a great. This is a great song. It's great to have in the background, which sounds really <laughs> weird coming from a punk, metal, and rock fan. But um, but yeah, I mean, amongst other things. But you know, but it is so funny that you know, for a second I was going like, oh, is it the Clash or is it the Spice Girls? Like, I mean, fuck, I, I remember the Spice Girls. I quite like that song, to be honest. Say you'll be there, more so than um, uh, the the first song they released. Wannabe. Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying as fuck, man. I think I think just because it was um, they had an unusual look, slap bang yeah. in the middle of Britpop, um, yeah. and um, it wasn't a a verse chorus verse chorus song. It was a little bit kooky. And it, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, it was very different and um, well done, well done to the PR team there. And also, they've all got, they weren't dressed all similar. They're all very different personalities, which nowadays we take the piss out of. Yes. Um, but at the time, it was unique, wasn't it? It was. There's a ginger one with big tits. There's the cute little blonde <laughs> one. There's, there's the crazy one. There's the one who wears jogging bottoms. You know. There's the one that yeah. can't sing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just, it's yeah. The one that can't sing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it, 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 I, I get it. I do understand why people like the Spice Girls. Ellie's a huge Spice Girls fan. And then when I say, oh yeah, you love the Spice Girls. Well, actually, I'm probably more of a. I don't know, S Club Seven fan or something. I was like, fuck off. I think I spent the first three years. Like doing karaoke because when I was still smoking, like we sat on the uh, stood on the balcony, just I'll be there having a cigarette and you know, we're like doing karaoke together, like drunken karaoke together. And like every other song she sings is the Spice Girls. They but they were <laughs> every young girl's favorite band. Use that word band loosely. Yeah. So I get it. I I, I do I do get it and. Um, the good thing about the Clash is that it's had a bit of a revival. Uh, it's had a bit of a Stranger Things esque uh, or Stranger Things revival, not esque. Stranger Things revival. Yeah, they can. They, that that show can do amazing things. Obviously, you know, we know, we do know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to make my decision, and I'm going to put through the Clash. 
Game. So you should, son. No, lovely. <laughs> I lo- I bloody love that song. <laughs> I can't put a tick next to it though because I can't work my new phone. Oh, okay. I'm just putting blue dots everywhere. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, oh there yeah. we go. Oh no, I'll just put it in the middle of the next song. Mate, why am I so? Why am I such a luddite? I just don't understand. It's like, I don't know the answer to that. I say it's it's not like I'm seventy something. You know, it's I'm like I'm still just about in my thirties. Why the fuck? Why the fuck can I not work a phone? Anyway, there we go. So the class should have stayed. Should have go. That is going through to the next round. Well done. Match up four. I just called to say I love you by Stevie Wonder oh. versus Aqua Barbie Girl. Oh wow! I mean, <laughs> this this is going to be interesting, is it? What's the better song? Mm, I wonder. <laughs> mm. yes, is it going to be the multi-million-dollar platinum singer Stevie Wonder, <laughs> or is it going to be a fucking annoying nineties? Fucking annoying 90s song, Barbie Girl by Aqua. Euro pop, yeah. I really like, <laughs> I really, really like this. I, it's not, it. I, 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 it. I can understand why everyone hated it. I didn't buy it because I do have some standards. But it's oh. kind of like, you know how as a teenager, you've got very little standards yeah. when, it, when it comes to getting laid? Okay. I sometimes yeah. felt like that about music. It's like, yes, I know that she, as as as, as a straight teenager, as a lad, I was again like, yeah, I know she's really annoying, and I know that uh, no one else likes her, but I sense that I could get laid here. You know what I mean? Like, so some guys <laughs> will do that, some boys will do that. Yeah, and I think that's what I was like with this song. It's like, yes, I know no one likes her. I know everyone hates it. I kind of just want to like boogie a little bit. <laughs> so I put it, so if it came on the radio and I was at home, I was like, just turn, turn, close my bedroom door, turn it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then um, I've got a soft spot for them still because he did turn back time. So I, I really like that. Yes. Wow. But, uh, yes. I think we all know what it's going to go through. And it's going to be. <laughs> The, the smooth singing Stevie Wonder, and I just yeah. called to say I love you. Oh, thanks, mate. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Match up five. Oh, tell you what, friend of the show, friend of the show, Luke, he used to sing oh, that yeah. a lot at lunchtime. What, Barbie to, Girl, what I just called uh, to say I, I love you. Stevie Wonder. You know, like uh, you, you, you touch the nose, you touch the end of the nose with one fingertip, and then you point. Yeah. With the other finger, that's what you said. Yeah. I just can't to say I love you. It just, it's uh, it's the worst rendition you've ever heard, but it always used to make me smile. So there you go, friend, friend of the show, Luke Karaoke King. Um, yes. Match up. He, what he, uh, I only say that because uh, he won't appreciate me in the whole world. <laughs> oh, he's done him, done him dirty there. Yeah, fuck him. He's got a new house today. You can, you can shove it. <laughs> he's doing all right. <laughs> oh, right. 
He's slumming it now. Today, right? Oh, great. You got the keys in the new house. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to embarrass you in front of the world. <laughs> <laughs> right. Match yeah, bitter. Uh, match five. The Beautiful South, A Little Time. Oh. Yeah, I know. Versus Jason Donovan. Oh, wow. Any dream will do. Oh. I close my eyes. Now, I mean, Jason Donovan. I know how you feel about Jace, yeah. Yeah. Had this been something like too many broken hearts, it would have been a slam dunk. (laughs) But any dream will do kind of annoyed me a lot as a kid. It kind of annoyed the fuck out of me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. because i wasn't a musical guy i didn't yes. you know yes um 90s i was all about you know pop especially like 93 94 that was more you know pop sort of stuff and this was just an annoying song and i was just like oh but i mean compare that to uh the beautiful south i need a little time beautiful south were one of my favorite bands in the 80s and the 90s yeah and this is a classic song, so I'm going to have to put through. I need a little time. Yeah, I thought I, you know what? I know I've already ticked it. I knew you would. I knew you'd say that. I know you like Jason Donovan, but I know you're not a musical guy. And this is actually, I actually didn't like this song either because I remember that Philip Schofield took a little time out of going live to to do the on, you know, to do the musical. And yeah. I remember hearing the song, and I was just thinking, this is rubbish. Yes. I mean, I'm talking as a child, yeah, yeah, yeah. and not even, yeah. But I remember thinking, this is rubbish. This is really stupid. Like, why would he want to do? Why would he want to sing this rubbish song about um, a stupid-looking coat with lots of patches on it? This is really stupid. He looks like a hippie. Like nowadays, I'd be quite happy if someone called me a hippie. But at the time, I was like, why is he wearing this hippie coat singing this stupid song? And then Jason Donovan, you know, released it in the charts. I was like, right. I, I see. I, 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 that's it. I've given up on both of you and Philip, Jason and Philip. I'm done with you. That's it. I wash my hands. Yes. If I knew that phrase, I would have said, "I wash my hands of you both." But uh, the beautiful South. Um, I, I, it's. I have to say, there's a there's a lot of music that my mum and dad introduced me to, and uh, they've been absolutely magnificent. They've not pushed yeah. me in any direction. They've introduced me to rock, metal, pop, jazz, soul, Motown, all kinds of you know, bubblegum pop, anything. <laughs> yes. Disco, disco. I mean, I still listen to all kinds of stuff. And I'm screaming my head off to some of the, you know, some of the greatest songs in the world and absolutely murdering them to this day. Um, <laughs> and, I, and, and I have in turn encouraged Millie to, to do the same, even though she's got, she hasn't got a performing bone in her body. She will sit in her room murdering some absolute classics because, and that's all down to my parents. And one of them, and one of the reasons why I, I you know, I love, you know, some of this classic music is because uh, my mum and dad, like a lot of parents, had, I'm sure your mum and dad did, had Carry On Up The Charts. Yeah. Well, uh, I had it myself. I had, I oh, bought that myself. Oh, so I was, oh, I was listening go. to the well. I was listening to their stuff in the eighties, so 
Um, oh, fuck I remember, me, dude. I remember when Carry On Up the Charts came out and I ended up buying the cassette tape myself. Oh, like, yeah. nice. Of course you bought the cassette. Yes, because you're a oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> of course you are, dude. No, I mean, and anyway, I mean, it sounds like I'm taking the piss out of Dane, like I'm being sarcastic. But I genuinely mean he is a fuck. I mean, I know he likes cassettes. Uh, oh, but yeah. Also, the fact that he was there listening to the beautiful South carry on up the charts, like which is kind of like a, um, I can only assume it, it is the best, it's like a best of it album. It is the best of, yes. Um, yes. It, it is absolutely phenomenal. If you've never listened to Carry On Up the Charts by the beautiful South, holy shit. My mum and dad had a friend. What are you waiting for? Get out there and listen to it. Well, yeah, absolutely. Get on Spotify. Yeah, totally. Don't just listen to the top five. Listen to the whole album. The whole album is fucking magnificent. Um, My friend, sorry, not my friend. My mum and dad had a friend called Paul, um, who I always really respected. I thought, oh, okay. I I always paid attention to what he had to say. And we were actually talking about a different band called Delamitri, a Scottish band. Very, very good. And he always used to say about them, Good music done well, and right. he wouldn't say anything else. He he just they they, they were never going to light up the world. It's just good music done well, yeah. and I, yeah. I used to take that about the beautiful South because it was very popular in school for some reason with a bunch of teenagers, yes, a bunch of piss taking horny wankers. Um, <laughs> it's just a boys' school. There's no girls there, so yeah, yeah. obviously we're all going to be twats to one another. Uh, we can't have a sensible conversation to save our lives, and um, but we would all discuss the beautiful South carrying up the charts, and um, I remember, I, you know, I, if I turned around and I said that is good music, done well, everyone yeah. would turn around and go, yes, you're completely right. Now, yes, I stole that phrase, but <laughs> it really does sum up the beautiful South. So yeah, dude, I uh, I'm so glad we agree, and I'm so glad you said all those things. So. Thank you very much. Again, Ask Dangerous has been a pleasure to be a part of. Ah, tremendous. Yeah, we had a great lineup of uh, tunes to go through this week. And it's time to go now. Back again. Hi there, pod fans. Thanks for joining us as we take another glance into the past and have a retrospective gander at what we were all talking about back in the day. So we can do this, I send Dangerous out to the garage and I have him wheel in our favourite item of record-rousing, detail-detecting bit of kit. Here it is in all its glory, the Retro Monthanator 3000. Right, I don't know about you, but I'm hungry for some headlines. Dange, fire up that pooter. Good evening. Here are your headlines from September 1997. Austin Powers is released in the UK cinemas. Be Here Now hits UK number one. The funeral of Princess Diana takes place. Oh, bloody hell. Okay. Well, that's yes. uh, that's that's topical, isn't it? Okay, shit. Okay, it well, let's start with that. Um, 
I mean, you know, <laughs> it sounds like I'm, it sounds like I'm, um, I'm, you know, going to question you under hot lights. I, we, we have oh, ways yeah. of making you talk, talk. <laughs> uh, I don't mean it like that, but like, how, how, how deliberate was that that you did Diana's funeral in September '97 in, in honest, this week? To be honest, September, I, I went with '97. I don't know why I went with 97, to be honest. It was more of a coincidence that when I looked at the headlines in September that, I mean, obviously I remember Diana passed away or was killed in 97. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, again, I, I wasn't, uh, it wasn't intentional. I wasn't going, I know the queen's dying. Let's make, let's bring up what happened to Diana. As well. <laughs> okay. All I just right. thought, well, I just thought we could be kind of topical with it, but um Yeah. I just put it on there. Spooky as fuck, dude. Spooky as fuck. Jeez. Okay. Well, there you go. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what. Well, you know, I don't, this this is also something that we've never spoken about in all the time that we've known one another. Um, I remember. Yeah. I remember exactly where I. Well, I say exactly where I was. I know I was in a housing estate, and I was walking around with my friends. I knew it was somewhere where I wasn't. I think it was in a um, an area of Southampton called Lordswood. Right. I think it was Lordswood. I get confused. Lords Hill. No, it wasn't Lords Hill. It's it. Funny enough, I think uh, Lordswood and Lords Hill are very close together. Lordswood okay. is Lordswood is looks like it's um, shitty council housing. Right. But it's actually privately owned. Oh, Whereas okay. Lords Hill, which is they they share a boundary, is council housing. It, it's really it's, it's a weird setup we've got in Southampton. I don't fucking understand why it why it is. But there you go. Uh, I don't know why they would do those two estates next to each other with very similar names and similar housing. But there you go. Um, but we're walking around there and. Um, Someone looked, uh, I think it's my friend Rob, just looked at his watch and just went, oh, shit, guys, it's right now. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 okay. And we're, we're walking around being absolute <laughs> dickheads. But we actually do observe the one-minute silence apart from uh, two guys, Jay and Gavin, decide to, like, punch each other in the kidneys to break the one minute silence i i remember being really pissed off because I, I thought it was i obviously it's, it's terrible when anyone dies to go back to gwildor we were talking about he-man toys to go back to gwildor gwildor has this wonderful line in he-man he says uh only one of you kevin yes only only one of anybody <laughs> Which always yes. kind of makes me choke a little bit because it's it's so so poignant. It's it's so meaningful, and it's like yeah 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 okay. So, so what? So what? You 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 don't have like a wonderful talent. There's only one of you. Every yeah. single one of you is special. Uh, but she you know she did a lot of special things, regardless of whether you uh, appreciate the rules or not. It doesn't matter. Uh, there is you know, only one of you, Kevin. Only one of anyone. And and so in that respect, I thought okay, I'm not pro. I'm not pro royals. I'm not against the royals. You know, I, 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 I'm slap bang in the middle. Yeah. I don't care. Just as long as no one fucks up the country, you know, looking out for themselves. Um, I, I, I wouldn't want anyone to die a fucking 
scary, hideous death like that. I wouldn't want anyone to die any kind of no. death. You know, I thought it was all, you know, it's awful. So yeah, I wanted to give her, um, I wanted to give her a due and, and, and pay my one minute silence. So I did. But yeah, yeah. those guys were just like, I, I've never seen, I've <laughs> never seen anyone punch each other in the kidneys as much as these two lads were. <laughs> and that was, that was, I was just there like, eyes going back and forth like I was at Wimbledon. (laughs) And neither one of them, they they must have swapped about six punches and kidney punches each. And I was like, this is fucking balmy. I should be at home watching the shit TV because it it was on every channel, wasn't it? Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much what it's like now, but... Yeah, with the exception of cable and uh, sky and that sort of stuff. So, but I don't have terrestrial TV anymore. I've, yes. I've gone out of my way to You're not have it. You're the lucky one. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas at the time it was pretty much only terrestrial TV, um, yeah. of course, because we didn't have you know uh, you know the internet cable, the way we like have it or cable in in our homes. Uh, holy shit, though, that was fucking everywhere. And, and even though I was an yep. outdoor kid. That little time that I did spend indoors was yeah. spent going, holy fuck, I wish, oh, oh, please, I, I'm dying to see some news about a politician you know, spending money he shouldn't have done. Or, <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. I, I'll watch some absolutely horseshit midday medical drama or something. Just, just <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done. I'm really yeah. done. Please, no more. But it was over every single channel. And it made yeah. me not want to pay my respects. But when I was out, away from the bombardment and the, you will pay your respects, fucker. Uh, yes. if, you, if, you, if you pay your TV license, you will pay your fucker respects. Don't, yes. don't make people do it. People will do it if they want to, you know, because they're good people. That's that's, yeah. that's what I would say. But yeah, that's, that's how I remember it, is Jay and Gavin swapping uh kidney punches <laughs> and, and me, me and rob like rob's like rob's set i can tell rob's cracking up under his breath his eyes yeah. really tightly squeezed together and he's <laughs> under his breath his belly's wobbling and everything and i'm just there going like you two are a couple of special dickheads <laughs> so that's that's uh and it's sad it's sad that that's how i remember diane is funeral but that, yeah. that's that's kids that's kids yeah for you. it is oh, God. uh so you said be here now what was that was that number one yes it was yes on my oasis oh you know what i know about as much about oasis as i do about the socio-political and financial meltdown in papua new guinea <laughs> okay wow I mean, to be honest, it's not one of their most recognisable songs, uh, Be Here Now. I mean, when I wrote it down um, as number one, I was like, I don't remember this song. Um, it's not like Wonderwall. It's not like... Um, yeah. Like Champagne Supernova. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. I, could name, I could name about 15 other songs. I mean, again, yeah. I, I say... Okay, I say I don't know a lot about Oasis. What I mean is I'm not like... Ninety percent, not yeah. I'm not like ninety percent of the rest of the um the guys our age in the UK, where it's like, oh, I love Oasis. You put a picture of like Liam Gallagher on the table, and everyone will play Soggy Biscuit on it. Um, <laughs> I like, I go, don't, oh, yeah, I don't give a shit. I'll listen to Blur. Oh, yeah. I'll listen to Cooler Shaker and uh, Radiohead and anyone, anyone. 
Like, like no, Oasis. Creatures. Oh, fuck yes. Um, <laughs> suede. Oh, suede. Brilliant. Okay. I I just don't see the big hoo-ha about Oasis. I, I, I may be... I may be uh, a freak in that respect. I I don't care. I just think that everyone else is um, everyone else is balmy, and uh, you know. Well, we had that Blur versus Oasis episode yeah, exactly. way back in first year, so yes, exactly. if you want to listen to your actual view, you can go and listen to that episode. There you go. And I think I I, I may have mentioned about the fact that I think everyone's drinking the Kool Aid, which is a very American. <laughs> A very uh, American saying, but I think it's very uh, relevant when it comes. I'm pretty sure I've fallen out with one of the guys in my football team because oh, I really? said I don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a totally great guy, but I think he thinks I'm um, a sandwich short of a picnic because I don't like <laughs> Oasis. And oh, right. then nothing, I'll, nothing I'll ever say will ever change that, no matter what I say about anything else. It's like you know, if you don't like Oasis, you're a bit fucking mental. What? Um, so, but that's, that, and that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm definitely just like, yeah, you know, distancing myself away from people like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, yeah, no, that's um, if if uh, if they got themselves another number one just for just for the fact that the name is Oasis, then yay, go for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Um, okay. Austin Powers. Holy shit! I love this guy back in the day. Yes. Um, I just is. wanted to say I'm gonna I'm gonna shock Ooh. you to begin with. Um, everybody I know loves Austin Powers. Mike Myers is great. I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie, but it's not my favorite Aust- uh, Mike Myers movie. I, I I always stick to Wayne's World one and two. But carry on with what you were gonna say. Oh, I thought you when you said you know, your favorite uh, Mike Myers film would be Friday the Thirteenth. That's Jason Voorhees, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, damn it, Halloween. so close. Wise <laughs> <laughs> movie is Halloween. Yeah, that's it. Right. Sorry, right. there you go. Jesus Christ, it's been a long day. To watch the powers, but anyway, carry on. But then I think it's it's Mike Myers in general. Um, Austin Powers and Wayne's World are both ridiculously immature. That like I can't watch either yes. of them anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, obviously, I, I loved it at the time, and uh, this is '97, so I think it was yeah, it was '99 yeah. that I went to uh, Halloween no New Year's Eve party oh. in an Austin Powers wig and crooked teeth. I had a smashing suit that my my granddad, my tied, let me borrow from the '70s flares. Uh, my mum sewed on some lace onto a white shirt, onto the uh, wow. yeah, so I had a cravat and the sleeves. I looked the absolute fucking business, absolute yes. business. I looked amazing um, because I just, I just, you know, I love that and I love the the beautiful stranger song by Madonna that went along with the film. Uh, Liz Hurley, and you know what? Yeah, it's funny because I I love that film, and some of my favourite bits from that film. Now I look back, I realise it isn't the fact that he like, yeah, shag, baby. <laughs> Funny words. Boobies. And it's not actually that stuff. It's actually when I realise, holy shit, this guy can act. And I, I, and I end up falling in love with him. Like um, Liz Hurley's pissed. And yeah. she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, you can take me. You can take me. You're a 60s sex icon. Take me. He's like, no, 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 no. You're smashed, love. You're smashed. 
And he yeah. starts saying about, uh, he starts talking about how much he was totally in love with her mum, even though she was married and everything. And and he just, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's great when when uh, when Mike Myers wants to actually act instead of being a tit. Um, <laughs> I really, really like because that's what he does. Most even in does, Shrek, yeah. Yeah. fucking how even in Shrek, which you know anyone under anyone under thirty five just yeah you know, noshes one off to Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> right, all right, calm down, calm down, easy, easy, easy. Does it before you know, before you gag? I don't want to hear you know calm. Um, but he does it a bit, you know, he's very, very much with the uh, dodgy Scottish accent and then going over the top and everything. But every now and again, he'll stop being, he'll stop overacting. And I love it when he stops overacting and he just yeah. chills out. And when he chills out, I really, really enjoy Mike Myers and what he has to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I can forgive him. I forgive. I can. I can definitely, definitely forgive him for all this bullshit. And uh, so this makes me smile and makes me very, very happy and makes you think, oh, okay, that's great. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. At some point, I'm gonna go out of my way and I'm gonna watch it with Millie. Yes. Yeah, because it's it's. Uh, yeah, it makes me very, very happy and it gives. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, a lot of wonderful memories. And I at the time I thought it's because he's a first class bellend. But yeah. it's not, you know, it's um, it's those tender moments where he goes, oh, shit, look at that. It's, it's that 10 minutes of the film where I need to actually act so I can earn my corn. <laughs> and yes. I, I, I love I love him for that. Uh, so, fun. yeah, no, wonderful, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Uh, thank you. The, you've um, <laughs> even even the Oasis thing. I can't believe I really enjoyed having a chat about that as well. Thank you for introducing me to a new concept. Enjoying <laughs> talking about Oasis. Brilliant. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we move on to the last segment so that we don't lose the shine of the show? Yes. Tremendous. Okay. No more retro journalistic joy for you lot this week. That's your lot. We'll be back real soon, right after the break. Hey there, Gaz and Dange. It's Andrew and Brandon from Namely 90s, your brother horsemen in this retro apocalypse. Today we have a little quiz for you, a memory game, if you will, that Gaz has brilliantly named Quotely 90s. Each week we'll send you a quote and see if you can guess its origin from some piece of pop culture in the 90s. Just remember, our worlds weren't as interconnected back then since we lived across the pond and the internet still ran at 26 kilobits per second. We'll also, for our own amusement, do multiple readings and either do poor imitations of the character slash person who said it, or just poor imitations of whomever we feel like. If you're lucky, you'll hear Andrew slip into his terribly offensive English accent. Was that enough of a setup for you lads? Are you ready for Quotely 90s? Name the movie and if possible the character who said this. Bonus points for the actor.
I'm not even supposed to be here today. 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 <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm not, not you know what? Funny, I, today. I do. I do kind of remember that. Yeah. Um. I know, I know I've heard it. Uh, no, there's something about this, something very, obviously it's the fucking 90s because it's namely 90s. But there's something, <laughs> there's something so 90s about it. I can't even begin to tell. Okay, the, how oh, stupid okay. is it? All right, how stupid is this? In my mind, it's so 90s that people who like the 90s won't even realise it's the 90s. Um, <laughs> I'm talking utter shit. Um, <laughs> People who like the 90s won't even realise it's the 90s. It's not mainstream. <laughs> it's not mainstream. I think that's what I'm trying... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. So it's not mainstream. So it's some sort of <sighs> ridiculously popular backstreet movie that's... <sighs> Oh, it's difficult. You wouldn't have seen. You wouldn't have seen this film. It's something I would have bought on DVD in the early noughties, yeah. trying to be incredibly douchey and go like, "Yeah, yeah, I got this film because I'm uh, incredibly cool." <laughs> um, I went through an incredibly pretentious stage from '97 to about 2004. Right. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to think of like, some like famous indie directors and i'm struggling I, mean, I can't i can't do it i mean was it something like clerks clerks yeah quite possibly i'm not oh. no i don't know that's, it, the only, I mean, that's the only kind of indie indie-ish film that i can think of in the 90s to be honest i mean i mean, I mean reality uh, bites was another film that was kind of indie-ish but yeah. i'm not even, I mean, uh, in my head, I've just got Go, but I noticed, but Go was still, Go was still mainstream enough that they wouldn't yeah. have said that. Wow. It's probably I mean, something, I'm... it's probably something like Clax or whatever, but honestly, dude, no idea. I, I, mean, I, uh, I, know, I know I've, I've watched enough indie cinema that, I can't remember it all because I'm just, I'll just. I probably haven't watched enough of indie cinema in the nineties. <laughs> I was all, I was all about the blockbusters and big hits that came out in the nineties. Uh, to be honest, so you're you're watching uh, Godzilla and I'm watching Itu Mama Tambien and the pair of us still fucking yeah yeah to watch, yeah. still need to watch more films yeah. Fuck yes. Hell. Well, shall we shall we find out the answer? Oh yeah, once I sort out the technology. Let's ah, have a look. What do I do next? Oh, I don't That's know. the play button. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. All right. All right, there's a little pause there. I need to go back. And then here we go. All Jedi had was a bunch of Muppets. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Is from Brian O'Halloran's Dante Hicks character in Clerks. Kevin Smith's first film that launched a million Jay and Silent Bob spinoffs. 
Shot in black and white on a shoestring budget about the day in the life of a convenience store clerk, man, this movie was designed to make Andrew hate it. And if you're interested in hearing more about clerks, you're out of luck because next Monday's special episode of Namely 90s will be an interview with journalist and author Andy Fry about his new book, 90 Days in the 90s, a rock and roll time travel story. Find it on your platform of choice at Namely90s.com slash listen. Now back to the stoochie booching, insanely dangerous, Gaz and Dange. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a bit new. You want to find out about this one? <laughs> this week's episode is going to be all about something else. It's like, oh, okay. If you want to hear about this film that you love so much, go fuck yourself because I refuse <laughs> to even cover it. Oh my god, Andy! <laughs> 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 hey, I can just, I can just, I can hear the resentment in his voice. How about you go fuck yourself? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, dude, that's like, that's like danger with um. Oh, what, what won't you, what won't you cover? I can't even remember now. Biker Grove. Biker Grove or Boone or Stargate. Oh. You won't cover Stargate. Stargate yes. Oh You're like, my god. It. I never watched it. It didn't interest me. So I was but, like, oh. What's the guy? What's the guy, though? He was, um, he was MacGyver. Richard Dean Anderson. Like, surely you can get on board with that. It's Richard Dean Anderson. It's pretty good. But yeah, no. Okay. So uh, your your Stargate is uh, <laughs> Andrew's. Andrew's. <laughs> <laughs> good old Dante Hicks. It was Clerks. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit pissed off that I didn't just agree with you, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, no, I, I'm not even meant to be here today. Yes, I've heard that a million times. It's a tremendous film, actually. It's it's tremendously shit in a I lot of ways. I've never seen it, to be honest. I've seen Jane strike Silent Bob strike back and yeah. from there, but I've not seen Clerks. Okay, so you would like it. Because it's about the same level of quality as Kindergarten Cop Two, okay, but <laughs> well, obviously with a lot less, a, a lot less stiff septuagenarian with bad skills, bad fighting skills. It's uh, right. it's really not very good. But at the same time, you have to remember the budget it was done on, and so in that respect, um, and the fact that he's trying something new, you realise, holy shit, actually. This this is really good, you know, and it's really enjoyable. And if if, if you you know, I've had uh, I, I've had more jobs, and I've got fingers and toes, and I've <laughs> I've had a lot of bad bad jobs where it's like shit. Now I'm wasting my potential. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my life. What the holy fuck am I doing here? And it's actually incredible. And I've I've watched number two. I think number three is coming up. I don't know if that's why they uh, why they've done this. Um, number two is all right. It, number two is all right. It's kind of funny actually, uh, but it's funny how you see Kevin Smith's um, directing style evolve. It's right. not that far away from his original style, but you can tell once he's got an increased budget, better equipment, more people to help him out. I think that's, you know, Clerks 2, I can imagine, is the film he always wanted to make. Wow. Um, 
And that's not a bad thing. I think some people might be a bit stuffy and up themselves and go like, no, 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 no. Clerks is definitely, definitely the best one. But he did other <laughs> amazing stuff at the beginning after that. So you're like, uh, you know, uh, more rats and chasing Amy, which I think are absolutely magnificent. He found some great stars and, they, you know, and, and, and you know, uh, gave them the exposure that they needed. You know, like, uh, yeah. I think I want to say like Matt Damon and Jason Lee. You know, it, yes. he's really, really, I, I love that whole, I, I hate using the word universe because it's been used too much in the whole like comic book thing. But he has, yeah. he has, he has developed like this whole little universe. And yeah. um, I kind of wish that he would go back to it. I kind of wish that he could go old school and go to combine all of the characters again yeah. from like, you know, Dogma, Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, just just bring everything together and all the other films he's ever done. Um, it might be a little bit difficult because some of the characters cross over, but um, yeah, if you if you've never seen any Kevin Smith films, you know you're, you're missing out. Uh, watch the Kevin Smith collection. It may not be Spielberg or. Oh, crikey, I can't even think of another good director right now because I'm really done in and it's the end of the show. <laughs> um, oh, come on. Uh, a great director. Uh, yeah, uses Jack Nicholson and then Leonardo DiCaprio. Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, oh, come on. There's people John screaming Hughes. <laughs> No, I, I, I just can't use the There's people screaming at me. Score that game. Thank you, Scorsese. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not Scorsese or, or anything, but yeah, he, he he's tremendous at telling the story of a couple of balance. And sometimes <laughs> that's more real than anything else in the world. Um, and so I think uh, Kevin Smith does deserve our uh, love and respect there. Um and he does always surround himself with a tremendous cast and writing stuff. So if you're if you're interested in seeing a different side of film, please go out and watch the Kevin Smith direct, uh, collection. And if you like your retro with a more 90s flavor, then please listen to those uh, namely 90s boys turning into Jeff Goldblum. The uh, 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 <laughs> listen to the namely 90s boys. They don't waffle nearly as much as us. They're very incisive and intelligent. And they have, because they're a couple of years younger than us, they have a different insight into the 90s. Um, and yes. it's, it's, it, it really is a, a tremendous show. And they, they supply us with a, a quotely every single week. They're really, really good guys. And uh, for whatever reason, they just keep wanting to hang out with us. It's like, <laughs> dude, come on, go find something better to do. Which you're just <laughs> wasting your time with us. Go, but they, yeah, they they insist on hanging out with the uh, the freaks and the geeks in the hallway, rather than hanging out with the cool kids that play, you know, that play sports. So there you go. They're stuck with us now. Apparently, we are their brother horsemen in this retro apocalypse. Uh, so <clears throat> I think it's time to go because I think it's coming yeah. to the three hour mark. I did say it was going to be a long show. You did. You warned me. You pre warned me. Yeah. And I'm going to get up early in the morning anyway because I'm going to have a, a meeting with uh, Kenner to do a a, a, a remade toy line because obviously way back when 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 we had uh, 
conversations about doing a toy line it's, it's just not gone anywhere so i've i've gone over for now, you know, <laughs> with kenner so i'm gonna gonna have a meeting with kenner and try and get some uh better toys made and see if they're mm. actually uh See if they're actually producing Master of the Universe toys from the original movie. Nice, nice. Okay, are, are, are we uh, are we making sure that you know, when we go into the meeting, we make sure we're increasing from two inches to six inches. Yes, absolutely. Smashing! I could always do it a couple of extra inches. <laughs> I think that's why. That's why I went. <laughs> Fully articulated and a couple of extra inches. That's just what yes. Ellie asked for. Brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> so, and I mean, uh, next week we're going to talk about another great topic, a, a great show that I used to love watching as a kid, Games Master. Oh, that's going to be an absolute fucking doozy. Uh, people, if you haven't seen this, again, it's a very UK thing. I'm surprised that wasn't an American thing as well, because um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so enthusiastic and bombastic. And, and um, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. Some more hyperbole. A there you great, go. Hardcore. A great, a great staple of, of 90s kids evenings because it was yeah. on about six o'clock in the hour in the evening so yeah. it was just a, it was always a must watch i loved it exactly <laughs> it, it was so it was it could be very in your face and like if you yeah. don't like this you're a fucking twat let's get <laughs> let's game on and i can't yeah. i can't help thinking it should have been uh, it, it tied very much into the uh at the early i see the early 90s mid 90s there was almost a grunge feeling about it, which is so much oh, yeah. more prevalent in the US. I kind of have thinking that. All right, yeah. So we had um, Patrick Moore or less um, yeah. as the games master. It's Patrick Moore, by the way, not Patrick Moore or less. It's just what I call him. <laughs> uh, we had Patrick Moore. He uh, had this particular uh, strange voice. He said, "Ah, the games master. If you press up, up, down, 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 up, uh, X, Y, Z, 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 uh, then you'll be invincible." And for yeah. some reason, that worked. It um, did. But I don't understand why they didn't have something like that in the States, get an absolute classic figure, a really cool host. I'd like I'd like it, perhaps, if you and I can perhaps try and find a few reasons. Maybe we talk to uh, Brandrew and try yeah, and find maybe. out why this didn't why this didn't take off in the States, because um, it was it, it was kind of a bit of an extreme program. For the UK. Yeah, let's see if there was even a, a, a version of it, even in the US first to see. Yeah, that's if, what I mean. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think there was. Research. Yeah. No. No, at, well, no, we'll have to actually do some actual proper fucking research. <laughs> that. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chap. Brilliant. Well done for keeping on top of this. Uh, if it wasn't for you, the show would not keep running because I'm literally here as a last minute merchant just talking absolute horseshit. So thank you for keeping <laughs> us going. Um, and I do believe it is that time of the night where I let the outro do the talking. Okay, Insaniacs and Danger Heads, that's us all done for another week. Time for Danger Myself to leave you in our rearview mirror like a real-life outrun. Don't forget to contact the show for a chance to win some goodies and make sure you tune in next week for more retro radness. Until then, you stay frosty. (laughs) 